0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode. Well, not just another episode. I'm not even going to say that this isn't another episode. This is the episode of Clock Radio Speakers. This is the episode that Doc and I breathe for. What we do all our Clock Radio speakery for. It's not for the slander, like some of y'all think. It's not for the jokes. It's when the dust settles and the smoke clears and all that stuff. What is the cream of the crop? That sounds like a wrestling promo. I was getting my <laughs> my meme gene Oakland on, yo. I,
1: I think it's definitely for the jokes and the slander, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's um.
0: <laughs> it's a it's a part. It's a it's a pie. It's part of the pie. But yeah, yo yo. Oh, okay. I'm like, what are we doing? My bad. <laughs> I thought she, I you thought were jumping in. My you bad. Were, you were right in wrestling promo mode. And I was then, uh, right in that mode. You know something mean, Gene? I didn't. My bad. Um, all, all, the, call, uh, all the Hulk maniacs. Saying your prayers, taking your vitamins, 24-inch pythons, all that good stuff. How have you not worked that exact phrase into a, into a verse yet? I don't know. We probably need to do a... Re- Never mind. I'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, Clock Radio Speakers, Clock Radio Speakers.com. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, CRS Podcast. My personal Twitter is at armand Wake Up, A R M O N D Wake Up. Uh, Clock Radio Speakers.com is powered by Tumblr. So if you have a Tumblr page, please follow us there. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Vote and comment. Vote and comment. Do not hoard this show for yourselves. Spread the love. Information is not meant to be hoarded, it is meant to be shared and um the Post radio every sunday night 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. eastern get a little mix scratchy scratch on um download the tune in app from either for either your android or your iphone and uh and, listen, and search pulse 2k13 or go to the dot radiocom what up, Doc? I'm not just... What's up, man? They they already know... The, the audience already knows that you're here, so... Well, for, for, for those
1: who are listening for the first time, welcome. We thank you. We don't typically cut wrestling promos at the start of a show. That's a new feature. Um, what's going on, everybody? Follow me on Twitter, at Doc underscore Beats, S not a Z. Don't follow me anywhere else. Um, but you can... Actually, you know what? If I, I've had some people ask me, where can they hear um, some of the stuff that I've done? I, I need to like like really get serious about this and actually put some of my stuff up online, but... I got random beats up on my SoundCloud, which is just soundcloud.com slash doc underscore beats. So, you rapity rappers out there, you know, you can download them. So, go ahead, have fun. Um, what's going on, man?
0: This is it's, it's getting to the wire, son. Huh?
1: Yeah, it's um it's the middle of January, which means it's time for us to talk about
0: 2012. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, we didn't talk about 2012 in 2012. I know that that we we get a little perspective
1: now. Um, you know, we get to sort of, we basically have been spending, I've been spending almost like the last month just trying to work through everything. Yeah. Um, listen to stuff, make, you know, make sure that I'm not, because the problem with doing the show is, you know, we're listening to new, to new music all the time. So you sort of get sucked into thinking that thing that I just heard two weeks ago, that was better than, you know, sometimes you got to go back and remind yourself.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um,
1: but yeah, man. So, you know, we're going to talk about our top 10 uh, albums of the year. Woof. Woo. Woof. We don't agree. At all. At all. <laughs> um, and the one place at where we kind of agree actually kind of makes me mad. So, like, we're going to talk about that. Oh, no. um, <laughs> but, um, but before we get to that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to talk about what's going on in R&B right now real yeah. quick. Look at that. Rhythm and blues. Not fist pumpery. Not dubstep. Needs more dubstep. No EDM. None of that. Like, straight, like, well, rapid we'll, we'll, bull crap. Well, we'll don't, don't get too excited. Oh, oh, no. I'm right. excited. So
1: do you, do you want to explain to the people why you're so excited about within the blues right now?
0: Well, um, two major players in the R&B game have returned with new music after um, Destiny's Child had an eight-year hiatus and had a 10-year hiatus. Was it 10? It's not no, 10. No, no, no. no Somebody no. said 10. I'm bugging. When did Future Sex Love Sounds come out? Oh, 6? Like, yeah. Oh At seven. 7? End of 06. So like, 06. you know, roughly... Six and a half years. Okay, so six. Okay, so six-year hiatus. My bad. So, you know, in in terms of music, that's a lifetime. You don't just come back after six years, after eight years, and just drop songs like, and then just have all eyes and all attention on you. So, um, first there was the announcement. You know, Beyonce is slowly starting to come back out, put a face out there. She's got the GQ spread. Uh she's got she's got the documentary on HBO. She's performing at halftime at the Super Bowl and then out of nowhere she's like, "Oh, and by the way, Destiny's Child is putting out a new album," which wasn't really a new album, but it's more like a kind of a greatest hits. Yeah, I call it I would call it a greatest hits. It's
1: a collection with this one new song cuz they need to sell it. Right. I'm not sure if I understand the point of a greatest hits in the era of iTunes, but mm-hmm. Because, you know, you that a Greatest Hits used to make sense, right? Where it's like, I like this artist, but I don't want to go buy 10 CDs and, oh, I can just get this Greatest Hits and, and I'll, I have the essence of their collection. Just go on iTunes, man.
0: Uh, I, you know what, though? I think that in this era, I, Doc, I think that we kind of give the consumer too much credit. Okay. I don't think that everybody sits around like you and I and creates 1.5s and playlists. I think more people are doing it. I think it's a lot more common. But there's still a huge audience that doesn't feel like doing that. And they just want all the hits. That's why, you know.
1: I understand that. But I guess what I'm saying is the whole concept of having to make. Because this used to be common where you would have to make a new record to to sort of sell the greatest hits. Right. Like, oh, greatest hits plus you get this new track. Well, you know, you can go buy the single if you really want it. And the same goes, like, I, I just don't get the, I don't know. Especially for, like, the, for their audience. Like, it's not like they're selling to an older audience. Sure. Right? This isn't like, you know, Josh Groban's greatest hits. Like, you know, <laughs> shout, out, you know shout out to Josh Groban for making money. But, like, his, his target audience isn't, you know, scouring tracks on, on, on iTunes and, and, you know, streaming on Spotify. Right. Right? Um, I'm sure I'm going to get some Josh Groban fan. he like, yo, what are you talking about? I got all this stuff on iTunes. But anyway, got all? I, guess this, I got his fourth album. Y'all, like y'all I got this Josh Groban 1.5, killer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I removed the interludes. It's too much. It's too, mu- <laughs> too much Groban. Um, but uh, but so me me being me sort of you know being overly ana- analytical aside, let's talk about the song itself. So we got this new song.
0: Yeah. Um, Nuclear.
1: Nuclear, produced by Pharrell. Yeah. Um, written by what Pharrell? Uh, and, Honor, right. I'm guessing. Beyonce probably did a little something there, <clears>
0: there. <throat> nah, or did she just pay somebody? Oh, listen to you.
1: You just went right into Armand
0: conspiracy theory mode. Nah, right? it's, not con- it's not a conspiracy theory. It got proven with Neo. And with the MySpace chick. It's a proven fact.
1: A com- common claims of a conspiracy theorist. Um, yeah. But anyway, it's called... We're going to talk about this. Never mind. It's called, it's called nuclear. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's called and,
1: nuclear. And I see a lot of people getting
0: excited about this. I, you know what? I saw a lot of initial excitement, and then I saw it turn into backlash really quick. What, what backlash is again? Um, why is Destiny's Child making music? It's okay. It's mediocre. It's not that good. It's old. Like it. It's it got. Old. Yeah, people were saying that it it was recorded. I heard every every Destiny's Child era. I heard this got recorded, and they were like, "This is from the Destiny Fulfilled era. This is from the." Writings on the wall era. This is from the whatever other album that they had. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, but you know, I guess uh, um, Michelle said that it was recorded a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, uh, you know this. This is clearly in line with what's happening right now, which is the the return <coughs> of, of the early '90s sound.
0: Yes, right. Um,
1: it's a pretty pretty famous uh, drum loop in here. Yep. With uh with some uh, pretty mediocre uh, R and B stylings on top of it. I don't oh. understand why everyone's excited about this. Oh. I really don't. It's just not... You're bugging. No, it's...
0: Eh. I played I'm, it out the first day. I haven't listened to it since that first day. But like, that's because I ran it into the ground for like four hours straight.
1: Like, let's be honest. Destiny's Child is overrated anyway. Oh. When Beyonce went solo, people weren't exactly crying in the streets. No, they weren't. Right? They weren't. Um, th- this would be like if, <laughs> if instead of a new Timberlake song, we got an NSYNC reunion. Like, true right that would that an in sync reunion would be more about you you don't do the in sync reunion until you have nothing else left to do and then you become like the backstreet boys who are touring now with new kids in the block trying to remind you know women who are now my age and older of what it was like to be a teenager again right you don't you don't do that move um the destiny's child reunion like i i don't know i don't really know if i it's just one song like i don't know if you call one song a reunion but I'm not really impressed with the song, to be honest with you.
0: The song is dope. It's all right. It's, it's really dope. Oh, I man. I love, actually love their R and B stylings on top of it. Um, actually became. I mean, I like their last album. I like Destiny Fulfilled. Like that had T-shirt and catered to you, and is she the reason and girl and like that was a dope album. Like that was a really dope album. Mm. It was. Know, it you was. You know me in R and B. Yeah. See, I'm an R&B head. So, you know, but no, this is dope. I mean, this is why it's dope is because it always comes back around. That's why, that's why, you know, I I get tired of people complaining about music because you're going to miss out on some great music because you're going to wish like now we're like, you know, oh, we wish it was this year. But, you know, imagine if we had the, the resources that we had in 1995, will we be sitting there saying, oh, why is why is Illmatic only 10 songs? He should have he should have added I'm a villain on there. You know, like, get out of here. Just It's dope because in 2022, you're going to be like, dang, I wish it was 2012 again. So I, I, I love the fact that early 90s R&B is making a comeback. And I really love this record. This record is really dope. Does anything happen after this for Destiny's Child? Probably not. Maybe she brings them on. Maybe she goes on a tour. And she brings them out to like, you know, sing like a little medley or whatever. And they run backstage. Can you whatever. imagine being reduced to that? That's At this up. point, is that a reduction for for Michelle? And for I mean, Ke- I guess for Kelly, it might be. Eh. I mean, granted, Kelly, you know, what, Ke- what did Kelly have? Two? Does she have two hit records or just one? W- what do you define as a hit record? Well, what's called was a hit. Uh, motivation was a hit. Okay. It wasn't like a worldwide smash. It was All a right, hit yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. That's but, you know, I don't think she did anything after that. I mean, she got on the future record. <laughs> she got on the Never End remix. So, I mean, you know, I don't know if I necessarily call that a reduction. What were they doing before? What was Michelle doing? Did anybody even care what Michelle was doing before then? No,
1: but I mean, you can't. Well, where's fair? Bring back Pharaoh. Where's fair?
0: Disney's Child has
1: always been. Really, it's it's Beyonce, and then you get a little bit of Kelly, and then it's uh, whoever else is sort of straggling on the
0: bridge. They fit them until to a four bar bridge. That's right.
1: We we needed a third a third voice to do the harmony right, and yeah. you were lying around the studio. No, like right. I'm, you know, there? I'm, there. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I I think people got a little hyped up over it. You know, I think our I like I I think our generation's really getting excited about this whole idea of like music that we grew up listening to, that sound is sort of in a modern way starting to make its way back into, mm-hmm. into pop and R&B and, and even a little bit of hip-hop. And I don't know. I don't want to overreact to it because it's got a dope break beat. Break it, though. Um,
0: the other big reveal
2: Ooh. With,
0: with lots of hype. Tons of how, hype. You see how Jedi mind tricked that, son? <laughs> um, tons of hype. Was was your
1: boy Timberlake? Yeah. Um, re- releasing suit and tie. Yeah. Uh, produced by Timberland. Yep. Featuring
0: Jay Z. Oh, and he got the J feature, son.
1: How do you feel about this song?
0: This record is dope. This record is dope. It's a good reintroduction record. It's not. Uh, like it's not a. An, a it's not an amazing like oh my god I can't believe this, you know what I'm saying? But like, it what it is is it 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 has all the familiar pieces that we're used to hearing with Timberlake. So you come really? back out, you have yeah, you come back out with you come back out with a dance record with Timberland, and then you have a Jay Z verse. I mean he. It, it, essentially he's playing it safe on this song oh th- i agree i think he's completely playing it safe but you kind of have to for your first song in six years if you okay because no, remember because remember earlier this year or remember early last year there was a rumor that he was working with 40 so what if he comes out and he puts out like a Drakeish 40 record what's everybody gonna say where's the timbaland stuff i want to hear him with timbaland he gives you timbaland first what?
1: He's only giving you Timbaland, right? That's, so This that's part of the issue, right? Um, Timbaland in 2013... Um, yeah. Reminder. I'm not...
0: Ghetto techno.
1: See, this is what I'm talking about. I'm not...
0: I have real concerns. This is the best Timbaland produced anything in years. Since and it's Sh-
1: not even Sh- that good. Because it, it's a... Cause, no, it... It's a Pharrell record. It it sounds like Robin Thicke, for starters.
0: Robin Thicke sounds like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Y'all forget that ju- Justin. When did when did when did Evolution of Robin Thicke come out? That was oh five, probably. That sounds so. All right. He comes out. What's Robin Thicke's first single? "Wanna Love You, Girl." Who's on that record? Pharrell. He's on a Neptune's beat, singing in, in falsetto. He was That's signed Tim- to Pharrell's label. That's Timberlake. You get a, you, They called it Blue Eyed Soul
1: quote-unquote that's right aka white people singing <laughs> without guitars <Whatever. laughs> that's what blue eyes told me
0: <laughs> uh, at least initially problems with guitar. i tell everybody that joke when a couple weeks ago when i was trying to explain you the difference between contemporary christian and gospel she was like so white people problems with guitars <laughs> ah uh, that was funny but nah man it Justin Timberlake swiped Justin Timberlake's everything. So, that's why I'm like, are you serious? Justin Timberlake puts out a record... You mean Robin Robin Thicke swiped Justin Timberlake? Like, to me,
1: Robin Thicke was always the poor man's Timberlake. Always. Well, when you put out a record that reminds people of the poor man's version of yourself, you've got Uh, problems. uh, He uh, even sounds more like Robin Thicke than himself. He does Uh sound different, you admit that.
0: He does sound different. But he's
1: older. Of course he's going to sound different. Um. There are parts of this beat I like a lot. Like? It, like the part during the verses, actually.
0: Yeah. I like that.
1: I don't really so, like the horn.
0: I was going to say, so you don't like the horns? It, you got to be real careful with horns.
2: Yeah?
1: It's a thin line between dope and... Trappy? Not even trappy. I'll take trap. Because trap horns are purposely fake. <laughs> right? I'm thinking like the horns on um,
0: uh, Crits. It's Cool to be Southern. I don't like those. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I hate those. Um, <laughs> I mean, because the, but, no, only because those scream. The those those are sample clearance horns. <laughs> those I, are yeah. we couldn't clear we couldn't clear this record. So, oh, let's get live instrumentation.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: This G-6. is this is southern rock,
1: right? Yeah, let's throw some guitars in there. Um, yeah, it's horns and stuff. Um, yeah, the horns are okay, I guess. Jay's verse is completely unnecessary. Um, it's, it's okay. It's safe. But here's the problem. He, he sort of set himself up for, uh, he, I don't know, man, the expectations might be too high. Nah. Like, I don't think, I, don't think, I, maybe, I mean, maybe I haven't forgotten how incredible future sex and not future, yeah, future sex love
0: sound was. And no, I'm, justified, say say the right one.
1: No, 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 no. Justified.
0: Had lots of dope records, but it was nowhere near the record of Future 6 Los sign. And you know, can I, can I rant about that? Go, go ahead. We don't give Pharrell enough credit for Justified. You know why? Because Justified was the turning point for Justin Timberlake. If you, I don't know if you remember during that time, I caught a lot of backlash personally for listening to Justified. Yo, you listen to the white boy from NSYNC? Like, that wasn't cool like it is now. Everybody's like, oh, Justin Timberlake. He's cool. He's accepted. He's in the club. But for Pharrell to turn, you know, bleach blonde hair, uh, overalls with one strap. <laughs> with trucker the, caps. The, yeah, trucker caps with the, tur- with the turtleneck. And <laughs> for him Not at the same time, though, because that would be terrible. Oh, no, he did all that. Trucker <laughs> hat, puka shells. puka shells. Like, he did all that. <laughs> all in the same outfit in one video. Um. <laughs> To turn that Justin Timberlake into a bona fide, oh, so we can play, you know, because he had, you know, he had what's called was more urban radio. Like I Love You was more urban radio. Rock Your Body went pop, Crimea River went pop, but they were still accepted. You remember 50 jumped on the Crimea River remix. And like he, I think Pharrell is totally responsible for that balance. And he doesn't get enough credit for that. Timberland produces. That first Justin Timberlake album, I think we have a different Justin Timberlake. I agree. But again, like, I, I just don't think you can deny the second album. No, you can't. I, I don't. You know what? I'm, I think I'm spiteful with the second album. Just <laughs> because spiteful. everybody. Yeah, I mean, I know it's horrible. It's really pathetic, actually. Only because, yes, Future Sex Love Sounds was incredible. Not taking anything away from that. I just don't think that Justified gets the respect that it deserves. 'Cause that album doesn't have good song. It has incredible songs. But there are some there are some skip really There are some tracks. missteps. I you know what all the missteps are? The Timberland records. You mean except for Crimea River. Except Crimea River. Which is I mean, so incredible. The second half of that album is not that good. No, it's that's the problem. Whereas But those are the Timberland records. <laughs> except Crimea River. Crimea River is unslanderable. There you go. Um Crimea River took him to another level though. That's what that's what that's what broke him like pop. That's when they were like, oh I mean and then it didn't help it helped the the Britney Spears thing. Like that helped. The video Yeah, it helped. But that was just my Justify. And I've just I've been listening to that album for the last two weeks, ever since Timberlake made that announcement. I was like, Oh, Justified's going back on the phone. <laughs> we're gonna play this. We're gonna skate the one song and one song only. See, I I,
1: I would say I would say that my experience, sort of listening to Justified, was different, merely because, like, I maybe it was you know the 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 crowd of people who I ran with, but like it wasn't a stretch to listen to to uh, to Timberlake, okay? Because I believe he performed "Like I Love You" at the VMAs.
0: Okay, yeah, he did, and in fact,
1: the record leaked out like a couple like just before or something like that. Because I remember having that, and I've sent that out to people, and. At that point, yeah, remember AIM, Direct Connect? Shout out Direct Connect. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Direct Connect! Uh, I, I was uh, I was sharing that everywhere. People were like, Timberlake, really? But once they saw the performance, they were like, oh, yeah, I need that new Timberlake record.
0: Yeah. Um, so, what was the last, dude, never mind, we talked about that. <laughs> what was the last record, the last perform, performance that made you say, oh, yeah, I need to get that? Um. Maybe Love Lockdown? No, no. Mine was um, Bruno Mars Like That Heaven on SNL. Maybe. Um, that was
1: really good. I would say, for me, was it maybe. Uh, do, we have, do we have Runaway before the VMAs?
0: Yeah. No. No, we didn't. It, it leaked right after. Yeah. That's a good example. Runaway was stupid.
1: Um, runaway was really stupid. And remember, we had like various iterations of the mix where, like,. He ended up like, you know, putting elements from the live performance into it.
0: No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we. Can, I can learn about that later. That's, I'm sure you've. That's got a that. different
1: show. Um. <laughs> so, what do you think? Uh, all right. So, do you think that this is what the album's gonna sound like for t- for uh, Timberlake?
0: Nah. I think. I mean, I think. I think Timberlake's lane is wide open. I think this is a layup. Honestly. Because R&B right now, like he, R&B right now is non-existent. Um, But you're, you're seeing, Can I ask you why you say that? Because traditional R&B that has an urban sound is missing. We're not hearing that. The only people who are doing R&B that are on the radio right now are Trey Songz and Keisha Cole. And nobody's listening to Trey Songz and Keisha Cole. Mary J. Blige has moved into that, um, that, that, R and B station market where they play Frankie Beverly and Maze and Jaheem records back to back. So I like how just, J- I like that jumped right to that. I feel he like Jaheem
1: was, like was always in that market.
0: Like he might have <laughs> tried to go to regular urban radio, but <laughs> because of the Teddy Pendergrass comparisons, so the the older generation automatically accepted him. He was like the oh, this is what the youngest is listening to. Like that was that <laughs> short set. Wicker sh- don't get me started on middle-aged black people doc I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have so many jokes but we do not have time for that because um,
1: to me and I'm glad we're talking about this because I think this is a key difference between your 1.5 your, uh, your top 10 and my top 10 I yeah. feel like R&B is in a great place right now how so well you know so last year we had the weekend come in uh, don't even I'm gonna get, ah. so I get so mad at you. So mad at you. I saw that tweet you sent out saying like you know something like a so rap. Yeah, he's done a year. You know, a year and a half ago,
0: you were singing his praises. He's he's number. What was he one? Was he one and two? Or was he two and three on my list? Yeah, House of Balloons and Thursdays. They're still classic. Rap, they're still classic albums. So how can you say it's a rap for him? I just think I just think that my bad. I just think that that whiny, armed like drug induced R and B or or musical whatever. I think I think that lane is starting to tighten up a little bit. I think it's starting to close up. I mean, granted, we're hearing "Wicked Games" on the radio. Like that's cool, but
1: he, he's at. I mean. I mean, look. I did not. Really he went. La- he, went go- he went
0: gold. Well, he went gold. Well, he went gold,
1: but I think that's
0: because it's three discs. Because he sold 150,000. Wait, my math. He sold one hundred. Was it one hundred thirty? One hundred sixty?
1: One hundred seventy? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. But no, you know I'm what? Sorry. Still, let's say it's one hundred sixty. That's one hundred sixty
0: thousand copies of something that was available for free. For you, I mean, his market. His market is established. Is he going to cross over? Probably not. Am I going to hear him on the radio this time in December? Probably not. I don't think so. Coming,
1: selling one hundred sixty thousand copies at that, you know, of a uh, of something that's been available for free means that he'll get a second shot
0: easily. Yeah, he'll get a second shot. It's about working on the second album um, or whatever. You,
1: you got you got your man Miguel. Yeah. You got Frank Ocean. Yeah. I I don't understand like w- how you're saying R and B to me like I I think it's important that R and B really any genre of music have a lot of different lanes. Yeah. So I appreciate that you might be getting some of the more danceable without being you know fist pumping R and B back. Yeah. But you need that other side
0: too. Yeah, but I think I think they need to um I I think they just. No, no, no. I'm not at all saying that R&B needs to not be danceable. Not at all. No, 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 no. Because both of these records that we're talking about are essentially dance-tempoed records. What so, used to be considered dance tempo records. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Now it's like 40, 40 BPM slower, which is crazy. <laughs> um, but, no, I just think that the roles need to switch. I just think that, like... Cause R, you're right. R&B's always been around, but now and Miguel's a great example, and we're going to talk about him a little later. But I think he, I think he, he finds that that line really well. He's essentially what the weekend should be doing, to a degree.
1: I, am I the only one? Who, I like drug infused R&B, and I don't even do drugs. I like I mean, that. I like that hazy feel. Cause you know what? That's what. Um,
0: That's what Drake's mixtape sounded like. Remember? Which one? So Far Gone? Yeah. Did it? I don't remember. I've played that mixtape a hundred times. So whatever. It's that (laughs) hazy sort of like where, you know, Weekend took it to new levels. Yeah, that, yeah, that. I listen to Weekend now and I get a headache. Like I get like a, like a contact headache listening to Weekend. (laughs) Seriously. I kid you not. Like that's one of the reasons why I stopped listening to him. I was really getting a headache. Anyway. We'll get into we'll get into that because another album that we're going to talk about later on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <laughs> so, what else? You, what else we need to talk about for R and B? So we got Beyonce. Sort of. Oh, the one thing I wanted to say about Beyonce is they are really promoting this Super Bowl halftime show. Like, if you watched any playoff football this weekend, Pepsi's running commercials advertising this thing already. Mm-hmm. She this this might take Beyonce to. Another level, mm-hmm. be you know. It's encouraging to hear she's working with the Dream. Working yeah, with Pharrell.
0: The dream. Um, who else?
1: I think she said Pharrell, right?
0: Yeah, Dream Pharrell, Fonteroy, Cocaine Eighties. Somebody else. I thought she was working with. All right, whatever. But yeah, I'm. Yeah, okay. So maybe it was Pharrell.
1: All right. So th- you know that's. That, th- so we got. We got Beyonce, we got Timberlake. What what else we got for R and B? Um, well, we, we we could talk about your man Frank Ocean real quick. More specifically, a remix to Pink Matter.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, good transition. Aha.
1: Pew pew.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Right. 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 So, your man, your man, big boy, my man, gets, gets on the yeah, it's your man. It's your man. <laughs> He, he got on the, on the Frank Ocean, the Andre 3000 record. Uh, apparently uh, unauthorized. Right. Um, now all of a sudden it's unauthorized. Right.
1: So, the, so the story is... Well, uh, the original story was, remember, Big Boy recorded something for Frank Ocean's album that didn't make the album. Oh, he did? Yeah. So people were like, wait a minute. So Frank Ocean was working with both of them and couldn't get them on, on the same song? So there was that sort of reaction initially. Not about that. And then, you know, we get word, you know, so we had heard about the Pink Matter remix and it finally came out this week. Um, And then, you know, Andre's quick to clarify, like, this is not an outcast reunion. Yeah. And people are, I I, I see, you know, I see some people attacking Big Boy. I see some people, I'm sorry, attacking Andre. I see some people defending Andre. Mm. How do you feel about this whole situation?
0: I thought that the reason why they were so adamant about not doing outcast records was because they weren't getting clearance from jive. I thought that jive, I thought they had reached the end of their rope with jive and they were just not because I, I remember Andre was supposed to be on big boys first album. Remember? Yep. That was that, that record. Then they, didn't they leak that? Well, there was Royal they flush and now nah, it wasn't Royal Flush. Well, yeah, it was Royal Flush. There was another record I can't that had Andre on it. Maybe it was on the second album. I don't know, but I remember there was an the Outcast record that leaked, I'd say, within the last three years, three or four years, um, that a that, uh, job wouldn't clear. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they don't, you know, Frank Ocean's popular... So if they see Frank Ocean featuring Outcast, Jive is automatically going to either lay the hammer down or they're going to say, yeah, we want it on that. Put that on iTunes and we want money. So Andre's almost like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's why it's on the, on the cover, it's Frank Ocean featuring Andre 3000 and Big Boy, not Frank Ocean featuring Outcast because they have their own solo ventures separate. Right. That's what I thought. But you know, like you said, the reaction online is very much like, Andre's a a jerk, he's this, he's that, he doesn't want to, you know, they outcast hates each other, it's over, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? I think Big Boy's bitter.
1: Um, You think Big Boy's bitter? I think Big Boy's bitter. I think he Mm. resents Andre for not making music. Mm. I think, I understand where Andre's coming from, even if he's being a perfectionist. I I think in Andre's mind, like, if you're going to call it an outcast record, it's got to be an outcast record. That means something to him, right? Outcast to to Andre is clearly not just Big Boy plus Andre, Mm. right? It's probably you know it's make organized noise in the mix, Mr. DJs. Like there is a feel to an I I I imagine like if and for him like it also might it also might be that you know if we're going there then we got to go there, right? Like okay, Outcast is back so we're doing that and and that's not where he's at for better or for worse, right? Do I wish he made Do I wish they made more Outcast music? Yeah, but. You know, whether it's Big Boy saying stuff like, oh, you know, I gave Andre five records that he could be on for for my album. And, you know, I guess he was too busy, you know, making references to the Gillette commercials and everything. There's some resentment there. Like, that's a problem. Right. Um, I I don't blame Big Boy and I don't blame Andre. They have different goals. Yeah. Um, I would not get I would not get any hopes up for an OutKast reunion anytime soon.
0: I think it's over. It's over. I mean, but, that's o- but that's okay. Yeah. It gave us, what, six albums? A movie? It's over. And, and, and even at this point, somebody made a great point on Twitter. It's like, in th- this generation, like this, this, this culture that we're in right now, all they're going to do is say, make a record that sounds like a Quimini. Make a record that sounds like AT Aliens. You know an Andre and Big Boy record would be freakishly, retardedly weird in 2013. It wouldn't even make sense. That's the... It would be uh, weird. It would go over everybody's head and they hate it and in a week it'd be forgotten about. You think so? Yeah. And and not to say that the record would be forgettable. It's just the Feed Me Now culture that we're in. Feed Me More culture that we're in. Uh, I mean, look at the Destiny's Child record. It's because it wasn't I mean, that good, B.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, let me think... <laughs> Okay, what was the last? What was the last record that was universally just like, boom, like everybody loved it? You mean aside from Kendrick's album or Frank Ocean's album, or? And those okay, and those had legs legs by this culture's standards. A month, a month and a half. People are still. I, I think well, I they're think talking so. about it now because it's the end of the year, and people are like, "Oh, right." Of course, Kendrick's going to be number one on everybody's top 10 list. You, so you think
1: you think in a, in a month, no one's going to care about Kendrick's album?
0: Um, no, because TD's actually doing a great job. This, this is the law, and we'll probably talk about this later, because I'm, I'm assuming that I'm playing dumb, that it's probably on either yours or my list. Yeah, it's Maybe. O- it's obviously on both, but... Um... Where, where it is. Yeah, is we, the question. We didn't talk about that. Oh, um, uh, no, no, no. But, but, but um, there's, a, there's a lost art of stretching your album out. And I think that Kendrick, and I think we've talked about this. I think that TDE is actually doing a really good job. They have a lot of different lanes to go. They dropped the Backstreet Freestyle. Backstreet. They dropped the Backstreet. I was like, backseat. I, backseat. Because I'm like, what is Backstreet? I'm thinking of Back... Okay, we're talking about Backstreet. Business. They dropped the, the video for the Backseat Freestyle out of nowhere. They've still got Poetic Justice They still got money trees Uh, and uh, they've got an entire year to stretch that album. I'm a little concerned about the
1: video only just because I think they really missed the obvious play on the backseat freestyle.
0: They're just like them passing around brew and them just like rapping in the back. You don't even have to storyboard it. It's in the song. Right. I mean, I I could see all the other parts and then I'm glad that they had like, you know, Kendrick's dad in there. I like how they incorporated that, but you're right. They could have had some cutscenes with him actually rapping in the back of a car. Yeah. Did, they didn't have that? No.
1: Okay. Like it you know it it it
2: he rapping
1: at? I think everybody got really excited, you know, cuz of Shireen. but um sure. Or the pick or the chick pretending to be Shireen, but on um, sure. You, yeah. So we'll see. I mean the the poetic justice video if that's a that's a rap. But even if they don't, you know, though We'll see what they go with it. I'm hoping that they try to mimic the feel of those
0: early '90s Janet Jackson videos. Anyway, they have, they have to. They've got to do girls uh, in the
1: crop tops with the, you know, yeah, like,
0: with the bag, with the baggy jean. Yeah, they have to. The straight out, that's the way love goes. That's the way. That, they that's have
1: exactly to go. what I'm thinking in my mind. That's, that's right. exactly
0: where they have to go for that video, and it's perfect. Kendrick's from L.A. That's a super West Coasty record, like. Yeah, that 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 video is perfect. That video is just laid down at their feet. They're already playing the record on the radio. Um, He's got a
1: lot of records in the Billboard
0: R and B top fifty. Right yeah, now. that's what I'm saying. So that that's the great thing because what most artists do is they put out an album in January and then by March they're already like new mixtape. Think we talked about that last week, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that the reason why people are talking about Kendrick's album is because. T.D.'s doing a really good job of stretching it and he made a really good album. So when you make really good music, it doesn't matter about time. I can, I can play an Osley Brothers record right now and you'll get the same reaction. You'll give the same reaction to it now that you gave it 30 years ago when you first heard it. That's what good music does. Takes you back to that place. I'll play, I'll play, I'll play Cameron, the bigger picture right now. And me and DACA both go, oh, and we'll go right back to 2003.
1: I mean, when that be- Listen, when that beat drops... Can't
0: tell
1: me nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. We, stupid. You, you keep one of these
0: days I might give in
1: and actually say, All right, let's do the
0: dipset retro. We gotta do the dipset retro, big. That but that's gonna be like straight stannery. <laughs> that's gonna be straight stannery. Oh man. I um, heard yeah, from me to you came on my uh, my Spotify from radio me to you. Wherever I go. <laughs> oh my god. Like yo, I was bugging out. Anyway. How do we even get in this topic? Um, uh, we were talking about longevity of albums. Oh, because we were—I ta- was talking about how Outcast album or an Outcast record will be oh. forgotten and be just because of our cult- the, the culture that we live in.
1: I, um, I, I, I think that could be a possibility. I think it also depends on. I think it just depends on the li- you know what the album sounds like. I think it really does because um, you ne- with Outkast, you really never know. Yeah. Um. Think about a record. We wait. They, did they, we do? They can, they can mess around and go pop, and you know, you get a surprise hit, and all of a sudden, that album's going to places you didn't expect. You know, that's that's just outcast,
0: right? And even think about a record like um, ghetto music, like ghetto they, music they, now. They,
1: they messed. They messed up ghetto music. I mean, that. I don't know
0: how they. Why didn't that catch on? It was way. I remember when that when that first dropped. Everybody was like, "What?" Same thing. I mean. <sighs> I guess people did that with Bombs Over Baghdad a little bit. It took people a little bit. The video helped a lot. The video helped a lot. And now what did they do with the Ghetto Music video? They didn't even push the Ghetto Music video, right? Until, like they dropped no, it. No, they didn't. They just dropped it. It didn't come out until really late.
1: I mean, part of it was they didn't need it, right? When, when, you're first, when, when you when you start with the way you move and hey ya, hey, uh, right. and then just your your follow-up is Roses, like you don't need much else. True. Ghetto Music was the B-side to Roses, I think.
0: Um, yeah, it was. So, LA Big Boy dropped an album too. Oh, right, 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 right. That's messed up. Um, yeah, it was messed up. That big boy. Yeah, that. Well, we could talk that, about. We, yeah, we actually, we you know about,
1: what? We did an we outcast talk? retro, didn't we? Did an outca- we did an outcast. outcast retro. retro. Please sure. go check it out. Clockreducespeakers dot com. Please do. We it. don't. We don't need to revisit that. But anyway. Anyway. Anyway, I, I think I think it's time.
0: Is it time? I think Ooh. we need
1: to talk about our top 10 of the year. Oof. So, Brrr, psh, to that, crazy. Yeah. We've got some honorable mentions.
0: Oh, we've got a, uh, yeah, we do have some honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull do mine up. Do you want
1: to, do you want to just run through yours and talk about them? And then I'll, and I'll then you'll run through, through yours. Yeah. Cause we okay. share, we have one hour honorable mention in common, so we can share that.
0: Okay. So then I'll read that one last. Is that the That's the fine. one with, is that the one with the thing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I Deserve You? Yes. Isn't it? Yes, yes, Okay. Yes, yes. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So my honorable mentions for 2012. Honorable mentions, honestly, this year for me was a really good year musically. I think there were a lot of really solid projects that came out from a lot of different lanes of music. I think R&B had a great year. I think commercial hip hop had a really good year. I think independent hip hop had a great year. I think there were a lot of dope mixtapes. Um, so... These are only because I didn't have enough slots on my top 10. That's the only reason. These are just as good as a lot of my top 10. It's just that I'd say probably the emotional connection is the only difference between anything else. But these albums are really good. Um, First is Swoop, Wake Up. This was on my top 10 until probably probably yesterday. Mm. Uh, Swoop dropped a really, really dope album. Um, it pushed the Christian hip hop genre forward. And that I'm gonna let y'all know this right now. I know we have a a huge Christian hip hop audience who listens to our show. that kind of convicted me we're gonna do a lot more Christian hip-hop albums in 2013. Um, including we'll probably do Show Baraka's Talented Tenth. That'll probably be the first one that we do since that's number two on iTunes right now. Um so we'll probably do that one fairly quickly. Um, but yeah, Swoop's album was really, really dope. Pushed the, push the envelope. His production is insane. Um, the Kanye influence was really evident, but it, wasn't like a, it didn't come off as a bite to me. Um, I just think that it was really well, cohesively put together. It was a really good album. Um, to me, what identifies a really good album is an album where you kind of have your records that are like, yeah, that song, but it's like when you think about the album, you think about everything. And the album has my, well, not the album, but I don't know why. I, I talk I, every time I tell, because Swoop was my homie. But every time I ask him, like, what are you doing with that verse? My man, Cambino, who is actually on, who's on Kairos, he did a verse to Dream Slave. And it's my favorite verse of 2012, by far. Um, saw it perform live and the whole crowd, I, like I had goosebumps, like it was crazy. So Swoop Wake Up's definitely one. Um, my next ex-wife, Elle Varner, Perfectly Imperfect. <laughs> actually her one mine is a one point five I replaced i think two or three records with some songs off of her mixtape, uh conversational lush um refill was dope um stop the clock was dope um, Leaf was incredible like that was she she put together a really good um, uh, uh, a really good debut album. I think that her label really dropped the ball with her. She really could have been a breakout star she had the the records to do it, to really like get a real good urban buzz, but just didn't happen for, but I think she'll have a really good 2013. Ross, Ross, you know, what's funny. I got rich forever and God forgives. I don't on my honorable mention, but these are two really good projects, really different projects. uh, uh, mm, Yeah. See, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. uh, I was on a roll
1: B. So, my Rich my actually I forgot on my honorable mentions I have rich I have my 1.5 of Rich Forever.
0: I forget. I don't even think you sent me. I think I, I got the 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 track list I don't think you
1: sent Oh I, I do I, I uh I could probably uh, do I have my track list in here? I, I as I always do, I surgically removed a couple people. Um
0: surgical with it. Uh, <laughs> surgical with this Jake. true. So uh
1: <laughs> I rearranged the sequencing. Uh-huh. Um I removed a lot of French Montana off of uh off the boat. I just kept him on the hook. Uh, I removed him completely from stay scheming.
0: Oh, yeah. Nobody listens to him after after. Nobody listens to that record after Drake's verse.
1: Um. What else did I do?
0: Is that the guest verse of the year?
1: Drake on stay scheming. Yeah. Uh, I've seen people say that. I didn't think the verse was that good. I mean, he had better verses this year. What? Which one? He was better on Pop Dad, he was better on Poetic Just. I I didn't think he was that good on stay scheming.
0: Oh wow, you like his you like his Poetic Justice verse? Yeah, a lot. Are you kidding me? Okay. You don't like that? No, 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 I do. Okay. I just I don't I don't know if when we talked about that record, if you pointed out Drake was dope or Drake was wack. Oh, Interesting.
1: No, I mean besides, like even just on, on this project alone, like
0: Nas on Triple Beam Dreams is Listen, listen, well, listen. Listen, 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 listen. The master on that Oh. It's so good. Ah, when I, I listened to that on the plane, I was out of town uh, two weeks ago. Oh my god! It it's on my life is good 1.5.
1: Did you five mix? I did. No, I didn't. Oh, I put I put it up on the site. So um, if we go to dot you can see you can see it there. I put that on my 1.5 of uh, life is
0: good. Woo! Yeah, that should have been. As much as I like Accident Murderers, Triple B and Dreams is the better record. Um, but yeah, that that master is incredible, man. Oh. Really dope master.
1: So yeah, like I like uh, a one point five of Rich Forever kind of works for me. It's cool. It's it's good. Um, <clears throat> God forgives. I don't. Ah man, it just got problems. Like, like those three songs back to back that sound identical.
0: Like I, oh, right, <laughs> true, true, um,
2: true.
1: And uh, I thought Three Kings was overhyped. Um, yeah, you, did. yeah, you did. yeah. I, I didn't think Jay's verse in that was really that great. Every, you know, it's just different. You know, everybody got all excited. Um, I thought yeah. Maybach Music 4 was over the top. I thought... and
0: Pop Music 3 was better. <laughs> I, thought,
1: I thought... I thought 16 was way over the top. <laughs> way yo. so over the top.
0: Oh, the... Sl- yo, if you the guys... Guitar, the guitar guys on that. do not remember... That is one of the greatest Clock Radio Speakers episodes ever. That slander on that episode was amazing. The 16 guitar with the Ross ad-libs, classic. (laughs) So so terrible. Classic. Who, Who
1: let that go through? I mean, how does that work? Like... Andre shows up. He's got the nicely sculpted facial hair with the guitar, and Ross is like, "I mean, I gotta let him go." Is Andre three thousand? Like, no. Does
0: he have the? Does he have the tie tied around his head? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe he was you know dressed
1: like Hendrix because he was doing the Hendrix movie. So you know, he was, yeah, he you know Ross let I don't know how that happened, but to go from that over the top, cartoonish, really kind of embarrassingly bad guitar solo, oh, that's just you know. But you know, look, there were dope tracks, right? Amsterdam's dope. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of like touching you a little bit in a weird way.
0: Um, Dice- touching you, touch you grew, grew on me. Yeah, it
1: did. Ice Cold, I thought they totally squandered that. I thought that was kind of good. Um, Dice Pineapples was dope. <laughs> remember? I- <laughs> yeah. So, what does Dice Pineapples mean? I put Armand on the spot on the episode, and uh, that was really awkward. Um, yeah, but well, it's, it's cool. I mean, Actually, if you do need to know what Dice Pineapples means, just go ahead and listen to Fabs' mixtape. Where yeah. uh, was it Omaria? No, nah, it was Trey Song. Trey Song's, you know, I get all these. Dude's confused. Um, <laughs> where Trey Songz decides to get really specific with what Dice Pineapples is. Like, in case
0: you're, you know, an idiot. Um, Pirates was dope. Ashamed was dope. Ten Jesus Pieces, I like, aside from Until, until Yeah, until Staly came on. Um, yeah. You know, there's some good stuff on here. But, like,
1: I don't know. Like, even Ashamed. Ashamed's cool. But, like, again, the, the over-the-topness of some of these records, I was like, eh.
0: Yeah. I, I would have loved to have seen what the original God forgives I don't what how what that would have done commercially. Mm. I would have loved to see that. So that's that's Rich Forever plus like three tracks from God Forgives I Don't. Like what would that have done? Yeah, probably
1: I mean what? Three Kings, Sixteen, May Music Four?
0: Probably. And maybe maybe one or two other records, but yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yep. Those are the three records. Yeah. Um Oh, uh, okay. So, so I've got Five more. That's cool. Let's go. Okay, so I've got Wiz Khalifa, Taylor Alderdice. Can, really well
1: produced. Can I stop you with this one? <laughs> Why? I This is one of the records I listened to recently. On the on drive up to Vermont, I listened to this. Yeah. This is obviously... The, I, I've only talked to this drive up to Vermont like three times now. Obviously, the longest drive ever. It's like four hours to get up to where I'm going. Um, Yo, this record is bad. You're I don't know what... Was it, when you talk about it again, like... I don't, I don't smoke or nothing, but man, I must have been, like, there there are some dope beats on this.
0: That's why I like this project. I'm not listening to, at this point, I'm not listening to Wiz for anything other than his production. I'll
1: give, I'll give my wife credit because she, you know, she wasn't, I was like, listen, honey, I'm going to listen to a bunch, of, a bunch of albums for the podcast. And she's like, okay. And she just started reading. Like, she was <laughs> trying to hear. And literally, she had to look up from reading whatever she was reading for a, a bunch of different Wiz songs. And she's like... Is he really serious? Like he's so bad on this. Like oh, he's he's actually detracting from the song and I can listen to lots of I will tolerate lots of bad rapping if the beat is dope enough. But he is like he's really bad on this.
0: No. There's yeah. no way you listen to some of the bad rap that's bad out there and you put Wiz in that category. No, this no is way. this is
1: this is bad. No way. You know, what, you know. What, I mean, because it, it's he. It's the same thing.
0: For it like is the sixteen same. tracks. It is the same thing. Okay. That's why I'm not lis- I'm not listening to Wiz for his raps. I'm not. I- I'm, I'm not, not either. But like, he's now at the point where he's detracting. But I think that hurt his album. I think one of the reasons why that did whatever it did or whatever it's doing right now is because there was no switch up. You can do that on a mixtape, but then when you do the album or. You can do that on one, but you can't do it on both. You've got to pick and choose. One of the pro- one of those projects, you have to switch it up. Wiz is in dire need of a switch up. A desperate need of a switch up.
1: Yeah, he is.
0: But, so, but obviously, you like the
1: beats enough to put it in your
0: honorable Yeah, version. I love the production. Never Been Part 2. Um, God, California. Really dope beats, man. Really dope beats. Um, what was the record with the Frank Ocean sample? Yeah, that... Um, that was, really the, dope. That was my, my, my favorite song. Like really dope production. They really didn't really dope. hold up
1: as well as I thought they would. Like I was, ex- I was excited to listen to this again. And I was like, wow, these are, I mean, these are really good beats, but they weren't so dope that I was like just motivated to listen to them despite Wiz.
0: Yeah. And that—and that's what kind of kept it off is, is the fact that it, I mean, it was literally like, it was literally like getting high. Like when you're <laughs> high, you're like totally in it. And you're like, yeah. And then once you're done, it's over. Like it literally just, I, I went from playing this album nonstop for weeks, and then I just played it one day, and I was like, "Nah, I'm good." And I didn't listen to it for like three months. So, yeah. But I really like some of the beats on here. Um, Neo's Red, yeah. <sighs> really good R and i I'm I I am partial to Neo. I am a Neo. I don't want call him. I don't want to call myself a Neo stan, but I'm a really big fan of Neo. I love his writing, and I've liked all of his previous albums. Um, so this was no different. Cracks and Mr. Perfect was incredible. Um, I really need to do a link to that. And yeah, he just had some really good R&B records. He didn't go overboard with the techno. Um, he just had some really good R&B. And, and obviously, that's probably filling a void that I I've had musically with R&B over the last few years. Mm-hmm. You know, this these these records, Neo L. Varner, some of the ones on my on my actual list are satisfying my. My Carl Thomas Jill Scott's first album, Rough Ends. <laughs> like, you see, I my,
1: don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't need that to be filled. Like I'm cool. Like I, that was never some. Like I mean, Jill Scott's first album had some joints. Yeah, I was I, you know, I actually I, that was a CD I bought. Yeah. Way 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 back
0: yeah, had like eight, it had
1: like eight thousand hidden tracks, and then you had yeah, death.
0: it had the the record. I think the record with most death was a. Uh, yeah anyway anyway yeah um so red was one uh where am i H- high society collective high society collective that is swoop show baraka suzy rock and jr they put out an album on new year's uh new year's day last year um i really wish i could read a lot of um roman numerals <laughs> i think this is i think this is 2011 it is it is, what it is. okay Sorry, WrestleMania r- raised me, and since we're not past the 20s on WrestleMania, <laughs> I don't know any other. <laughs> how about the so, Super Bowls, man? You don't know because the Super Bowls? Nah, fam, nope. You know what? I'm not even to be. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I'm not really a big football fan. Like I yeah. watch it, and but that includes like, clock
1: radio speakers. Yeah, um, see, I'm
0: not. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why I do this show with you anyway because you're a Patriots fan. I don't know how I tolerate you for so long. You are a Patriots fan, and I see you tweet about it, yes. and I'm like, no, that's not no. No. I, I live in Connecticut, man. I know you do. All right. just right. Just, let's not forget that. I know that. I understand why. I'm a Red Sox to- fan too. See? We have, we have beef. We can never have 100% <laughs> peace. There's always going to be a little bit of beef. A little bit. All right. Just a sprinkle. But yeah, uh, Circle 2011, High Society album was really dope. Really pro- uh, produced really well. Has some really, 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 really dope tracks on it. Um, and it was, again, like Swoop's album, it was a really good, cohesive album. It felt like an album. Wasn't too long, wasn't too short, pause. Um, you know, they, they addressed a lot of different topics um, and they did it well. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so dope album. Uh, propaganda, excellent. This album came out of nowhere. I had not heard of Propaganda until, Jesus, till they asked me to write a review for it and I didn't. And then I heard, I don't have an answer, Um, and then I heard Lofty and then I heard Precious Puritans and it it was, it's like a really dope spoken word album. It's really dope. Um, but I would say my only fault with it is that a lot of the middle is kind of like the, the good songs are really, really good. And then everything else is like, nah, all right, it's cool, but still a dope, still a really dope album. And my final, and I think this is the one that you and I shared, Doc. Well, action in Bronson, yeah, part of it, part of it, rare chandeliers. And I also have blue chips on mine. So let me talk about blue chips real quick. OK, um, I'm,
1: blue chips is the beats aren't dope enough for me to get over the fact that
0: action sounds like the white ghost face, right? This is the last because he doesn't sound like the white ghost face on rare chandeliers. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He just
1: but it's 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 OK enough like you get around it.
0: Why? Because Alchemist is so crazy. Alchemist is crazy
1: on it, and and he look, he is a dope lyricist. right? I, yeah, really dope. Yeah, I, I I like him as an MC, but he, I mean, as someone who grew up on Wu Tang, not even just grew up like, like my top ten albums of all time have like at least three Wu Tang records in it. You know what I mean? Like I I can't <laughs> escape the fact that he sounds like Ghostface, and I'm not saying this is dude's fault. I just can't. I just you know can't escape that. I know lots of people who think Blue Chips is better than Rare Chandeliers.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I actually heard that a
1: lot. I think the crazy. I think rare chandeliers. Ra- rare Chandelier was on my um honorable mentions list. I think it's. I think it's really. I think it's really good. I don't think it's like incredible, amazing. I think it's really good. It's just. I'll say this. It really just missed. And depending on the day of the yep. week, yeah, I might be. I might be convinced to swap it in because really the bottom couple rungs on my top ten, are really not too it's really bunched in with the with the top of my um honorable mentions it's really close
0: yeah obviously you like it i think this album is dope i and i totally agree with you i mean on any on any given day depending on my move this easily slides in the top 10
2: yeah
0: sound was really dope really really dope and to me he didn't he didn't sound like this was the least ghost facey i heard him out of all his projects um the great thing about, I say the one thing about Blue Chips that I didn't like is that it was in a lot of Action Bronson projects prior to Rare Chandeliers was that it was very um, um, repetitive. Mm. With this album, I don't, of course, I don't think that he you know, did anything extra. But I think the one thing, the factor with Rare Chandeliers that broke up the monotony were the guest appearances. Mm, yeah. The guest appearances helped out a lot. Because they were good guest appearances, they were notable guest appearances. It wasn't just you know get me and my boys to rap. You know well, who was that on Trinidad James? Was it Scoop, Coop, and Snake or something? <laughs> like they sound like um, bad guys from an eighties teen movie. They don't sound like rappers. <laughs> Bebop, Rocksteady, Snake. <laughs> yeah, those are like level. Th- those are like level three in Streets on like Streets of Rage. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, Streets of Rage. I got that on my phone but yeah yeah that was dope i I still need to get the did you ever get the deluxe version with the three bonus tracks
1: no i didn't actually i need need to we listen to so much music man it's it's
0: super it's super difficult and somebody asked me somebody asked me that about us a few weeks ago they're like how do y'all listen to so much music I don't know. Is do you think that it's just like cause we're so used to it? Do you think that we've just kind of like built up a tolerance for it? I have to take breaks. Like when right after like the day
1: I have all these podcasts that I like to listen to, and like the day after we do a show, I don't even listen to music. I just listen to podcasts. Mm. I gotta like decompress. Mm. Um and because when I like when we do especially when we do like retros or if we're doing oh. like you know, like we're we're going in depth, you know. So um yeah, yeah I have to like I have to alternate feel it. Otherwise I'll play it out. Like I <laughs> You know
0: what I mean? I feel it. Totally feel it. So that's the end of your honorable mentions. Those are the end of my honorable mentions. Now where are your honorable mentions? See, I'm sitting here looking at
1: my list. I might be doing a last minute switcheroo on my list. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um ah, oh, it's tough. Hold on everybody. Yeah, I just did a little last minute switch. I'm literally all right. So oh, brand new to my honorable mentions <laughs> <laughs> is um Freddie Gibbs Babyface Killer. Okay. This literally number ten on my list. Action Bronson and this I, I could as I just did. Depending on the day, I can't really decide. I, I can't call it. Yeah. Um, I think I'm I'm a Freddie Gibbs fan.
0: Um, yes, you are.
1: Th- this record's not perfect. No, it's not. There's some really good tracks in here. Like, even tracks that I would think would never work. Even the track with Kirko Bangs, I don't mind. Oh, I know. I know.
0: No, nah, I'm um, not mad because my man, my man Buckingham got a record with Kirko. So, I can't slander Kirko right now. Um, can't slander Drake Part 2. Drake Part 2. He's not. Drake, uh, Drake.
1: Nah, that that's Future.
2: Um, no. No,
1: Future's Little Wayne Part 2. Oh. Right. No. no? That's not how that works? Um... But um, but no, you know BFK the title track the, the, I I could go into track I could go into I could go track by track all day with that I I think the first like half to two thirds of it is the better half of it, mm-hmm. but um, but we talked about we we did briefly talk about it on the show I, I listened I kept listening to bits and pieces of it afterwards which considering how much music we listen to that means something,
2: mm-hmm. right
1: You know that means I'm, I I can only I, I mean I know I have to do it. I imagine for you like you're constantly shuffling new music on and off the iPad or the phone or whatever. Yeah. And I always kept some of these tracks around, so that's that's a good sign. That's why it's in my honorable mentions.
0: Yep. That um, was that was pretty much the best way for me to figure out what was in my top was what stayed on the phone after the show was over.
1: Um. The other two records in my honorable mentions. So we talked about one, which is Rich Forever. My, the 1.5 I did to that. That's in my honorable mentions. And the other one um which i i did later in the year i did a 1.5 it's a record that we're going to talk a little bit more about later on so i might save all my conversations so i'm going to give it up and say this is that the re that this is on your your top 10 and that's um life is good so dang it's your honorable mentions oh my 1.5 of it which fixed it um mm. It's got, you know, the original's got problems. We're going to talk about more in detail later on, but I'm just going to say I got a 1.5. It's actually up on Spotify. You can find it on ClockworthySpeakers.com. So if y'all want to go listen to what I I thought needed to be done to that, go ahead. I'm actually going to save the rest of the conversation about Life is Good for when we talk about it for your, Mm. on your list. All right? (laughs) (gasps) Oh, that's crazy. Okay. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, when people see what I have above that, people are gonna be not gonna be happy with me. Whatever. Um, so, uh, are you ready to? You ready to start?
0: <sighs> Let's do it. Let's do it. You, you, um, you
1: want me to go first, or you want to go? Go ahead and go first, man. Um. So number ten for me, which again is depending on the time, it's it's really close with Rare Chandeliers and Babyface Killer. Is actually it's um it's Ti's album Trouble Man. Mm. I, I mm. know that we... I know we didn't talk about that till later in the year.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it might be suffering from a little bit of that. I'll grant you. Okay. But I think this is a really good album.
0: It was. Um,
1: I'm surprised. I think that's what it is. We're surprised. Well, no. I'm going to say... I don't know how they didn't make it in into your, at least your honorable mentions. Um, Time. That's fine. That's totally... I mean, I get that. Um, I... Um, th- again, this is not perfect. But... It is better. And see now I'm already second guessing. Should I have rare chandeliers here? It's close. Um let me say this overall about my list. Um, real quick. My list is very top heavy. I thought it was a good I thought it was a good year for music. I thought it got much better as the year went on. And in mm-hmm. fact, if you I'm pretty sure I said it on the podcast numerous times, I was worried about coming up with enough for my top ten yeah. for a good chunk of the year. Yeah. So, like, I like Trouble Man. I like I like this I like this album. I don't think it's incredible. But I think it's really good. Um I really like sorry. I know you're not a fan. I like the record with Pink, amazingly enough. Um I like the record with ASAP. I like um the Hit Boy beats on here, the T minus beats. Like he's got some stuff on here.
0: Yeah, he does. Um
1: and it's a surprise to me. I may look back at this and go, eh, maybe not, but I think I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know. Go go go! Take a listen. Go Spotify this Ti Trouble Man. Yeah, we we okay. already talked about this on length not too long ago. So I'm not trying to go track by track on this.
2: Okay, no doubt.
1: Um, so your number ten.
0: My number ten was actually on my list last year, but <laughs> what they did was Hell's Paradise Two was broken down into three chapters. And they released those three chapters between 2010 and 2011. Each one was like an EP. And then I believe it was in March or May of 2012. They put out everything, but they put out episode four, which had like five or six new records. Episode four is far and away the best of the series. Um, It's really good. Really, really good. Um, Psycho, The Help lol nevermind which is hilarious because i know the story and i know who they're talking about um don't misunderstand the day it's really good the chemistry the chemistry between wit and dre is really really dope um it's just it's just dope man i don't i don't have any faults with this project it was short straight to the point six records um and the only reason it's so low is because it was on my top ten, and this was where Swoop's album was at up until yesterday. Right before I sit, dock my list. So yeah, I didn't have anything else. To, I need to send you this album. I said that last year, and I never. So do. we didn't talk about this really on the show. We didn't nah. review it or anything. So
1: where can people get this?
0: Uh, it is at InvisibleGorilla.net. Okay. They can get that.
1: Can they? Is there a place where they can? Is that, is that streaming? Is that download? What do they, what do they get?
0: They, it goes straight to the band camps. So. Okay, so they
1: can stream and check it out.
0: Yep. Okay, good.
1: Well, you know, yep. I just want to make sure we're not telling people, oh, check out this album. Now buy it. Like, you know, it's not 2013, know. man. We're you know, we streaming over here.
0: Um, yeah, that, that's, I don't really have anything to say about it. Dope.
1: So my number nine appears higher in your list. Do you want to save that conversation for later?
0: Uh, no, you just give your opinion and I won't say anything.
1: I wanted to have a bigger conversation about the artist.
0: Okay.
1: I'm, I'm going to put that, I'm going to put off my number nine then. Okay. We're not even going right. to say what it is. Okay. <clears throat> I want people, so my, I want to build the anticipation.
0: Now I'm, I'm in, uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, now you're ready to talk about it.
0: Damn. All right. What's your number my, nine then? My number nine is Sky with Dream Deferred. And also honorable mention number nine to his mixtape Theo versus JJ. So we talked um, about A Dream Deferred on the, on the Yes, we did, we did. Did we go
1: into detail? We went into detail, didn't we? We, we sort of breezed. We did one of those, it was one of those episodes where we reviewed like six new mixtapes at once and we're like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's not cool. shit. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah. This album is really good. I, I've been a Sky Zoo fan since, Jesus, since he was on 106 in Park and he battled Jin. <laughs> yeah. He said, you rap like AJ Dress, dog. Terrible. And then that's what got him like disqualified because he dissed AJ. Um, yeah. i know corny i know hey you know jen you know jen is jen is um making yeah so um (laughs) yo shout shout out to sky zoo
1: for not for not picking my my ghetto america remix for um i'm just kidding i'm just kidding
0: oh that was tough it's funny because your style fits with his 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 beat he has a really good ear for beats um but you fit right in that pocket you know, I I'm
1: so I met when I used to go beat shopping and uh, beat shopping like I was shopping for beats. When I used to go when I used to go beat pushing, um, back in the got these in, beats, man. Yo, yo, man, let me tell you about I got I got these CDs <laughs> with with my MySpace address printed on it. You just hit me up, man. Um, the struggle. Um, it's struggle. You know, um, actually shout out to you know shout out to uh to to J Hatch and the dudes over at i Standard who uh you know hooked me up with Sky Zoo and you know introduced me at least and gave him some of my beats now granted this is like you know oh six oh seven doc
0: oh six oh seven is
1: it's, this was right before i started doing records with storm so this these are the twos the early twos though Ooh. so you this is like... i wasn't i wasn't ready
0: oh yeah i wasn't ready I, I feel that i think you you begin to hit your stride like in the mid twos mid to late twos. two set two seventy two is where it all starts uh, cause that's when I came back from, uh, from tech school and you were like, yo, me and Storm just, or no, no, you sent me 272. Then you sent me 275. Yeah. And We were like, whoa. I, I took a leap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. Good um, time. I, I like Skazu. I-, I think this is a cool project. I, I will say this at least he's, he's clearly going for a certain nostalgic sound, but he's not doing it ironically, which I appreciate.
0: Right.
1: Like, he's doing it, honestly. I'm just not, I don't need that level of nostalgia
0: yet. I feel it. Um, well, I do. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so, that's why I love this project. I mean, Dream Deferred, Dreams in the Basement, Jan Sport Strings, the, the the Clue ad-libs on the Freeway record, uh, Range Rover riv- Rhythm. He got a Jalil Beats beat that wasn't all, you know, that's didn't have true, sirens I- in it. That's true. That Jalo Beats, the one that he got was dope. Yeah. How to Make It Through Hysteria is one of my favorite records of 2012. That song is incredible. Mm. Uh, Spike Lee's My Hero is dope. That's actually his next single. He got Spike Lee to be in the video. Um, I could see that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Steel's Apartment is dope. Cost of Sleep is dope. It's a really good album, man. I, the middle is probably my only problem with it when he does the chick records. Um, the Knowing. Well, the Knowing's not yeah. a chick. But Drew and Derwin, realization, eh. I'm yeah, good. his
1: check records I'm not really a fan
0: Yeah, they're not they're not really that good. Um, but nah, this album is dope. And then Theo versus JJ. Oh. Dude, need a big baker sample on B Well. My God. Oof. Dope. Super dope. You know the cash rules with Torrey. First generation. Yeah, first generation Rich. Another Jalo Beats record where he, he samples your favorite song of all time, Nautilus.
1: That's not my favorite record of all time. I know.
0: I know. But, yeah. Put out two dope projects in a year, man. So, you know, happy for Sky. Happy to see his growth and development as an artist. Um, And, yeah, I'm a fan. And I'll continue to be a fan. He he earns my money consistently. So,
1: So, number eight on my list. Number eight. Is Chester French, Music for Teenagers.
0: Ah, Chester French.
1: Um... This album. Um their first one is incredible to me. Yeah. This you know, if if, if we were doing a top ten when the year that album came out, that would have been I don't know, like one, two or three. Um This album's really good and it it grew on me. There there are definitely some tracks that I skipped, but some of these records, man.
0: <sighs> that album was really good. I didn't I didn't go back and listen to it, but that album was really good.
1: Yeah. Um Black girls. <laughs> um Drop is incredible. Um Drop is almost like him on some dream type uh little bit. A little bit of that, you know, between the sheets R and B going on. Um the video for Drop is incredible. It is
0: it's hysterical, is what it which is. Which one which one was the one that was um that was banned? It was the the black girl and the white girl. Was that black girls? I think that was black girls, yeah. So they did another video.
1: Yeah, they did one for Drop, which is um, it's it's weird, but it's really funny. Um, Drop's incredible. There's some there's some really really good records on that album. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I'm I'm definitely fans of uh, of Chester French. I saw them live. That was actually how I uh, how how I found out about them. They uh, they opened up for uh, for Nerd, um, at an Nerd show I went to because they they used to be signed to uh, Star Trek.
0: Oh. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah, because they, they were on, weren't they on? Weren't they on uh, Clones? Or am I, mean, I, I thinking I, of Spy Mob? Or you're what thinking, thinking of those? Spy
1: Mob, and they're nothing like Spy Mob. Like they, um, no, no, they're
0: actually, <laughs> they're actually good.
1: and and I was just blown away at their live show by the energy, um, mm. and and uh, I'm defi- I'm always a fan. So I'm, I'm you know, this is definitely a, a slightly different sort of record for them, um, but I, but I like it a lot. I, I definitely encourage you know go stream that on Spotify, Chester French. So, um, that's my number eight. What's your number eight?
0: My number eight is... Drumroll, please. Cocaine 80s. Express OG. So, they had a bunch of projects this year. Or last year, Um, I should say, right? Nah, they, they put out... I think they put out two in 2011. Okay. And then they put out... They just put out this one in, like, April. And then they put... They just put out another one recently, right? They just put out the... Flower of Life or something like that. Okay, um, but yeah, this Glow is stupid with Nas. Um, queen to be is crazy. So my problem uh,
1: with Queen to be is when I when I saw the
0: I I know I saw I, the t- I
1: saw the title and I was like, yo, they flipped. <laughs> She's my queen to be. But you know what though? You know why I'm not
0: mad at that because uh, Nats already did that. And I can't find it. I had the instrumental and it was on my old up. computer and I lost it and I can't find it for anything. It's incredible. And then Lil' Kim like stole it for her mixtape or something like that. It was really? Nats flipped Queen to be? I, I'm pretty sure it was Nats. If it wasn't, if it wasn't Nats, it was somebody who bit Nats' style. Was it by some dude named Deep Black maybe? I
2: don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Hmm. Right. Play it.
1: Yeah. All right. Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm interrupting the podcast to uh, bring you this important announcement. Um, it's just called Queen to Be produced by Nats. I mean that sounds like Yeah, that's it. Okay. There you go. That's not, yeah, D Black Queen to Be produced by Knotts. Um if you google that there's a uh, a a YouTube video that's that's a uh, primo on 89.1 in New York playing it. Um, that's a cool record, but I'm thinking someone like just re-singing that in like the cocaine '80s type way. I was like, oh, that could be you know, that to another level. Oh my
0: god, we'll talk offline. (laughs) I just gave you ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this album is really dope, man. I like cocaine '80s. They get a little repetitive after a while. I think that's my they do my only fault. The two too many guitars, too too many guitars. guitars. (laughs) Um sound was really really dope you
1: know what i need i need like i need a best of all these projects that cocaine 80s have done
0: yeah yeah Um, i could probably put that together even if it's like is everything on spotify nope because all these were free on their on their sites Uh, i
1: was gonna say even just like throw a spotify playlist my way like i because i like cocaine 80s work i feel like when they're a part of a larger production
0: yeah i'd agree with that um
1: you know, like the the joint they did on uh one of Nas's bonus tracks.
0: Yes, Where's the Love? Right,
1: like that. Um I li- actually I like their stuff on um well we'll talk about another album they had something on later on. Yeah. But um But yeah, I you know, as a group by themselves, I don't know. So something missing. But I, I'm willing yeah. the to give them a chance. This you know, people really seem to like them, so I'm trying to, you know. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, that was your number eight. That's my number eight. What is your number... Where are we at? Seven? Number seven. What is your number seven? Big Sean, Detroit.
1: Ooh. This is, uh, this is the best mixtape of the year. You think so? We're, yeah. Ooh. Be- best mixtape of the year. Underrated
0: mixtape. For I, me, I would, it, it came out of nowhere. It did come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, and I... I honestly, I think that they I think that they floundered this mixtape. I think they flubbed on it. He he wouldn't even need to drop an album first quarter. He could still be pushing records off this album. He, I mean, where's the, where's the, you
1: know, where's the, you know, not made for TV video for experimental with Juicy J, yeah, right? Like, you know, where's the? I mean, we not they, you know, where's Moolah? Where's um, you know, Um, there's
0: there's some records on this album, man yeah some records um uh-huh. uh, uh, the intro uh, was uh, real black and white real black yeah, yeah 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 i was gonna say one of those real like dark early 90s black and white videos in a in like a in an alley or something or real <laughs> seedy place for either roll weed time or the intro where he's just spitting
1: yeah i mean like roll weed time like that <laughs> That's a dope record, but to me, that almost even gets lost on this because there's a lot it, of really good stuff on here.
0: Yeah, the placement on that record is wrong. Is that he, needs to be a lot sooner. He got some really good
1: stuff from... Key Wayne. Key Wayne from Young Chop. Yeah, the record with, uh, with your man J. Cole.
0: Ah, yeah, 24K as the goal was dope. Yep. Um, he's, yeah, th- th- I, I was yeah, really surprised by this. Yeah, they messed up. They messed up with this.
1: Even this, the record with Chris Brown... Yeah,
0: that, that could have been like a little short movie. Yeah, like what are they doing with this? They yeah, totally squandered this. They totally squandered this. This this could have been his definitive so far gone. Trap or die that you know we're, we we I, I, we know that last week that artists need to have more of like a definitive mixtape. This could have been his definitive mixtape, I mean, and then heck, he could have dropped in, the, in in like the summertime. I mean, actually, heck, how it feel? Whew. I feel oh yeah, that was your joint. Yeah, how I feel even your I, li- joint. I like
1: hundred with Royce and Kendrick.
0: Yeah, that
1: was uh, a dope beat. Song. Uh F- finally Famous Over Everything with the Lex Luger beat is good. Eh, I like the Wale record. The Wale record. The Wale record. Wale record is good. Like there's a lot of records on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um You know, this like they have these little story in the loops which you could skip, but you know, you're still gonna get like a lot of tracks on here.
0: Yeah, Common's weird one about eating chicken at strip clubs and <laughs> Snoop working <Snoop's>, at McDonald's. <laughs> Snoop gets
1: on there. Yeah. I mean I, I kinda understand it because, you know, he's trying to tie the whole thing together, but
0: Nah. 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 He actually should have told stories about the choice. That
1: would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, he should have told stories about the choice. You know, it, it made it sound like he had some famous friends come in the studio and do him a favor.
0: Right. Um, do him a favor, right? Eh?
1: That, that, uh, that, was, that was very patronizing to me. Um, <laughs> so that's my number seven.
0: What you got for number seven? My number seven is Sean C. Johnson's Surrender All. Um, you, had a di- you gave me something different from Sean C. Johnson. Did, Did that, change well, your mind? It, it? Nah, same thing. Simply Vessel, Volume Three, same thing. Oh, okay. Same. Thing. I was like, like two titles. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, Sean's album. You know what hit me about Sean's album was that I heard it early, and I'm gonna be biased. Sean's my man. Sean came to Columbus to perform, like in March or April or something like that, and he let. We went to dinner afterwards. A bunch of us went to dinner. And he heard. He let me listen to the album early, and then he explained it to me. And the passion that he had for the album and what he was trying to convey with it, when I I took it with me, so then when I actually got it and I heard it, that carried over. Um, so he's got some really dope records. Gonna be surrender all. Who sweeter is retarded? Um, Father eyes retarded. He's got that. He's got a lot. He got a lot of production from uh, my man Booney Mayfield. He's got like that real like scratchy neo soul kind of stuff. He kind of reminds me of almost a bilal sort of. I don't um, know if that's a good thing for me. Whatever. I like Bilal. I don't think Bilal's incredible like other people do. I don't hold Bilal to a high standard like a lot of people do, but I think Bilal's dope. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say about this project. Super, super dope. Super dope. He's ha- I'm, I'm happy for him. This album is taking him all over the world. This year, so I'm excited for him. Yeah. All
1: right. So my number six, number six, Lana Del Rey, Born to
0: Die, Paradise uh, Edition. Woo! I listened to the I listened to this record a lot. This year. How are you still alive, sir? <laughs> How are you even laughing? I should be like, "How you doing, Doc?" Yo, this, this record is really good.
1: Um, ton, like just oh man, it. This is like. This is just put on the background and like you know do some dishes, or you know I'm doing some chores around the house like this is a great album for that. Um, How
0: do you clean up a house to such depression?
1: No it's not much depressing No, man that album is so depressing i like my i like my I like my singers to be depressing or weird i can't
0: <laughs> you know or to, or to be um morally conflicted exactly yeah.
1: exactly like i i don't i don't I don't want you singing about happy good time no. This isn't disco, dude. Like, no, man.
0: Um, <laughs> this isn't <in> disco. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> uh, Long Ray Paradise, uh, Born to Die Paradise Edition. So, earlier this year, she comes out with Born to Die. Later this year, she re-releases it with an extra 8-tracks, Paradise Edition. You'd think that that would make me want to make a 1.5 of this because it's
0: it's bloated. There's skippable tracks.
1: Mm-hmm. But the stuff that's, that's on here that's really good, whew, man... I will
0: say the production on this is really dope.
1: Th- that's it. an understatement. The production on this, if, if you grew up on on the hip hop that we grew up on, just listen to this at once for the production alone because you're going to find all sorts of stuff that you remember. Whether it's vocal, whether it's like the little vocal effects, whether it's the drums that are used. like This, will, this might take you back a little bit.
0: Ah! <laughs> I need an instrumental version. <laughs> I need an instrumental version. Can you filter her voice out? Can I filter? Like those old, remember those those beat tapes that came out? Oh, where they would pan them? Yeah. Oh man, those were such struggle. <laughs> I actually rhymed over a couple of those though. I did. I they rhymed. did the same thing for acapellas. Yeah, the quality would be really crappy.
1: Yeah, and you'd be like, "Oh, what's wrong with this? Oh, it's because they just they panned it," you know? They.
2: Remember
0: them days, woof! But I guess the, I bet. But I guess that's better than what they do now with the remakes. Those oh fr- man.
1: That's Look, like, can, I, can I talk a minute about beat remakes on YouTube? I would love for you to talk and rant about this. Please do. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, all right. If you were getting money or in some way, fina- like, if you were financially not- compensated in some way for remaking someone else's beat for somebody, like dude around the way or down the hall, if you're in an apartment building or around the corner or whatever, is like, yo, I really like this beat. I can't find instrumental. If I give you a, you know, Whatever, can you remake it? Yeah, okay, I'll give you like the same thing, just remade. Yeah, that's what I want. All right, cool. But nah, we got these jokers on the internets clogging up my tubes with this trash, right? Take it from someone who used to loop up instrumentals all day long.
0: I mean, not only loop them up, but splice them okay. so, that the, so that the loops had change ups in them. <laughs> I wanted to, this, to re, I, I wanted to, to resequence it to sound like the original beat. To this day, people still use your your game instruments.
2: For your game out. Oh Doc,
0: man, Doc re okay. This is what Doc. This how this how bad Doc is. <laughs> Doc took the entire. I mean, probably what was it like a week after drop? Had, like it even, a had the days. album even came no, out? No, I yet. did it the day it leaked. <laughs> the day that the game's album leaked. The documentary. Doc takes every, pretty much every single song on the album, splices it up, and makes an instrumental version of le- the whole album. I mean, they were stupid and left a lot of records there. But you know what? Since I'm
1: not in this game anymore, let me tell y'all the secret. I'm not in that game anymore. I don't do that hustle anymore. Big T, shout out to Big T.
0: Shout um, out Big T. What up, uh, Big T?
1: Me and Big T don't put out these tapes anymore. But um, here's what you do. Shout out to Owens. Jam no, stealing my beat. No, anyway, who cares? It was all free anyway. Um, so if you can't sequence it out, like there's obvious ways that you can, like there's the loop at the end. You know, you might have to take some of the beginning. You might have to do all that stuff. Sometimes they leave room, like if a you know if like a rapper's gonna jump into a beat like a half a bar too late, like you take that opening note and then maybe you splice that in there. Like you can do all that stuff. That's pretty basic stuff. But the thing that get, the thing that helped me do a lot of instrumentals that people that I, that people thought couldn't be done is see if you fade out a beat at the end. That's not an arbitrary fade out where some dude is like manually like turning the knob down. They're just drawing either an exponential curve down or a straight line curve down or whatever audio editor they're using. So I would just redo that. I would just re-amplify it by the same curve.
2: Mm.
1: And sometimes it, sometimes the the drop off was too aggressive and I couldn't get it. But a lot of times people would take like, you know, uh, eight bars of a beat and slowly fade it out. That's yeah. child's play to read. Come on, man. That's easy. Um, so I would I would rebuild the beat back up. And and then I would use that as part of the loop to, to fill in the spaces that I need. Oh, that was the secret, man. Secret. Not that it, not that it matters. Like, honestly, you need beats? You know, this is the best kept secret on the internet. I don't know why everybody doesn't go to this site every single day. DJServicePack.com. It's the greatest website ever. You don't go there?
0: No, I go there. Okay. I go, a, I go to a few sites.
1: I love DJ Service Pack, man. I'm
0: mad at DJ Service Pack because of the version of Goldie that they have.
1: Yeah, well, it's not perfect, right? Sometimes some stuff ends up on there. But anyway, the whole idea of remaking like.
0: Oh, my God. Do you, did you hear the Dope Chick remake?
1: Which is, <laughs>
0: I did. It's so bad. Oh, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> bad is offended when it's called this <laughs> it's atrocious that and three kings are the worst remakes i've heard in a very long time yeah like, i don't i don't get that appeal like like i guess people don't care nah i mean even and even weird stuff like i get it's weird to me when actually like professional like you know notable rappers rap over them like even recently, as the other day, Currency did something over Dice Pineapples. But the official Dice Pineapples is out. So why are you rapping over remakes?
1: Because that's Four. what he has on a CD somewhere or downloaded in a folder somewhere. Like,
0: go to YouTube and rip it!
1: Oh, man. That's that's fraught with its own issues in terms yeah, of quality. That's... Like, if you're really trying, you
0: know. Yeah, it's, it's it, yeah. YouTube is. Sometimes you luck out. Somebody upload. sometimes somebody will upload something and it'll be of quality. But.
1: All right, so Lana Del Rey was my number six. <laughs> we went from Lana Del Rey. To, to, to ripping YouTube instrumentals. Let's talk about your
0: number six. My number six? Which was my number nine. Big Crit forever Evan a day. Let's talk about uh, your man crit. Let's talk crit. We really need to talk about crit because you and I have waved the big crit fan flag for what is this? This is going on the third year, right? 2010,
1: um, 2010, 2011, 2012, yeah. Well, I we, guess that's four, right? Well, this is year that we did three full years. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, forever and a day. Um. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, did you go back and listen to both this and the
0: album? Yes, I did. Let's talk the about the album first. The album's really bad. It is. It's really bad. I forgot.
1: Like I thought that I, you know, I thought that maybe I was doing my typical doc thing where I get all, you know,
0: yeah, you critical
1: get all and I, I, I doc. I, <laughs> I, I get all you know upset and you know I get really nitpicky and you know I'm talking about sample clearances and everything. Uh, you know, on my mythical nine hour drive to Vermont, this is another one of the records that made its way in. I think on the ride home. Yeah. And I was just like, oh no,
2: oh yeah, it's. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's the app. Um, you know there are some there's some there's a couple good joints yeah absolutely but most of it is most of it would be most of it is by far the worst work of his career
0: oh yeah but i just think he was exhausted you think he was exhausted yeah oh that's not what i think at all i mean uh, among other things his style is not conducive to a major label well that's that's what that's that's the bigger deal which is he
1: we've talked about this a little bit but he's a sample based producer there is no way right he's not a sample based producer who also you know knows how to play or whatever his whole sound
0: is built upon sampling so this so this was like his first foray into interpretations that's right as opposed Um, to him being experienced with it that's and right. Def Jam is not breaking the bank for a new artist who they know is probably not going to sell outside of their market.
1: That's tough because, um, you know, there you could like we heard some of some, you know, there's the one track live from the underground in YouTube where, you know, if someone can. You know what I actually need? I need that original, whatever that whatever record that samples. And I can't think of it. It's been sampled before.
0: You heard it? What's that? I mean, you've heard, like, you have an idea of what it is, you just can't think of it? Like, I I mean, I hear it in my head. I just don't know what actual record it is, because
1: I will go back and chop it and put it over the original. Like, so if if somebody can share that with me, that would be the last piece to my big crit for Evan a day 1.5. That's not a... Yeah, we can, we can talk about that offline. We talk about that offline. But anyway, no, I mean,
0: that's not on the site with the thing. It's not on the site. No, because it's
1: not a real song. Uh, uh, dang. Yeah.
0: All right.
1: Anyway, um, so the album is bad. It's bad. It is bad. There's no way around it. Um, but "Forever and a Day."
0: "Forever and a Day" is really good. It 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 held up. It held up very well. Whoa, whoa our mom woke up. Hold on. Very well. I was shocked because I... Crit, you know, like the album turned me off so bad. I was like, I, I... Mm. Mm? but I remember, but it, it was the problem with Fav in a Day was that it was way too close to the album dropping. So they really didn't get a chance to work some of these records. But this should have been the album. It should have been. And the, the other problem with Forever in a Day is
1: our expectations coming off, um.
2: Your expectations.
1: Listen to you. Remember, I didn't like, I didn't I, uh, Our expectations, our, meaning the collective hip hop community's expectations <laughs> coming off of.
0: I like how you just mushed me in the face, like out of the crap.
1: <laughs> coming off of the, the, the last mixtape was so high. And yeah, I'll, I want to tell you how much I was anticipating this. I want to. I want. I want to paint a picture in everyone's mind. I am on my honeymoon. Oh, I remember that. I'm on my honeymoon in St. Thomas. Like we're we're in the eastern end of the island. We rent in this. We're renting this uh, someone's place, perched up high, overlooking the the harbor and Red Hook. It's gorgeous. I'm on my honeymoon. You know what I'm doing? In between like trips to to going places, I'm struggling on three using three G. Uh, on the uh on, on the really not so great AT&T network on that island to download this to download forever and a day so I could hear it on my honeymoon. That's how much I was anticipating it. Oh, I have a very loving wife by the way, in case you
0: couldn't tell. Yeah, um, your,
2: wife, your wife is dope. Your wife is looking you up so,
0: so get off your phone. Why are you always on your- that's that's what ninety five percent of men in america would have heard no she's like oh you gonna listen to this music all right
1: cool i'm gonna read she just wants to read (laughs) it's all good man life is great um anyway so like that was my mind so you know like i was like i'm like going crazy trying to download this and i'm listening to it and my reaction at first was sort of like my reaction listening to that third weekend uh, mixtape or ep or whatever the first time where i was like all hyped up and i was like all right
2: yeah yeah Uh,
1: uh uh-huh and my anticipation for it sort of spoiled me a little bit, but there, you know, it held up really well. I mean, clearly for you, this is like this is number six for you, even higher than my number nine. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about this a little bit, but like temptation, they should have pushed. Yeah. Um,
0: Ruby Miles was dope. Yesterday Ruby was, dope. was dope. Miles Yo- was dope. Yesterday was dope. Me and my old school was dope. My, was beats, the beat switch on
1: 1986. nineteen eighty six. Nineteen. here's the problem. Like me and my me and my old school in nineteen eighty six. First of all, are like the same exact song.
0: Um, nah you gotta add country rap tunes in that cause I don't like that I don't like it that is
1: rap. like he's got a string where it's like the same song over and over again and the problem is is he already did it once on the last mixtape yeah right like he he did my sub which is better than any of these yeah right so any of those records right so that it, there, there's some problems there like there's a stretch of tracks where I'm like eh yeah but the rest of it really good
0: yeah handwriting
1: oh handwriting well that's sample man
0: yeah, that sample is stupid. That's Wu-Tang, right? They use that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh The Alarm. Red Eye. Sky Club with the Sade sample.
1: Yeah, he yeah. He he gets pretty personal here.
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah, the second half of this album is really like you could I mean, handwriting is a def jam disc.
1: <laughs> yeah, nothing makes your label clear. uh look clear your samples, like dissing them on the, the mixtape. Uh,
0: Alright, Joe Budden. <laughs> right on that. But yeah, I I, I this project was dope and now crit hasn't did we talk about this last week where crit announced a new mixtape
1: yeah so oh. he he announced a new mixtape but then he also dropped that video he also dropped that video where he's talking about working with other people yeah, crit working, like working with Lil. other producers when he has bragged on record about not needing other producers because he makes his own
0: beats nah you got he, he 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 changed that's that's a that's a rappity rap <laughs> rap, rapper J Rappington, as you said offline. R- rapper J
1: Rappington. Yeah, that, that is a
0: that's a rap that's a rapper statement. But he knows that he. I think that he learned a lot of lessons from this first album. Oh no no no! I was gonna say
1: this is the smart move. What so? He, it, if I'm if I'm if I'm reading this correctly, we're gonna get a mixtape full of classic crit stuff, yeah. and then we're gonna get an album where. He's going to get, he's probably going to hopefully fight for some stuff to get cleared, but not have it be all samples. And then he's going to bring in really dope producers to help him out. Yeah. And that is the smart move. Yeah. It's not, it's not exactly what we all might've wanted, but he signed a Def Jam. That is, and in this day and age, we've talked about this all over and over again, right? The whole concept of you've got different projects for different audiences makes a lot of sense.
2: Yep. 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 Yep.
1: And for him, because he, for the sample based stuff, he is going to do his own production from a label point of view. Like that's an even cheaper proposition, right? It's not like he's got to bring in outside producers to, to, to do the, the sample based mixtape and sort of figure out how to take that out of the album budget. And where does that fit in? And do I not get top notch beats? Cause I'm not paying and that whole mess. Like he can just do it himself. It's all good. Yeah. And if there's a, and if there's a really dope record that he wants to get clarity, he's going to have to fight Def jam about it. If, if they're giving them any if they if they don't look like they want to, if it's a tough record to clear, maybe they don't want to pay, that's fine. Put on the mixtape. Like this is the way to go. Right. Plan for this from day one. I don't know what he thought he was gonna be able to do.
0: <laughs> I just think I just think it was I think he was just one of those guys who was just bright eyed and you know, you come from a small market like Mississippi, you don't really understand how a lot of things work, and he just got thrown to the like the, the front of an entire region. Of hip-hop. You're the next guy. So what do you do? What do you do? What do you naturally do as a rapper? You sign to a major label. And I, I just think that he, you know, I, I hope that by now, he and his team have realized what he can and can't do in the position that he's in. I, I'm really curious. He, this, this, this year is going to make or break his career. Make or break it. I don't see him putting out another Def Jam album this year, but I see him putting out potentially a real if his mixtape does well enough,
1: he might get another Def Jam album this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what it's based on. I, I I just really hope that we get. I'm, I'm glad that he kind of. But I that mixtape has it. to drop soon. Eh, not necessarily. Define soon. By spring.
1: Because I think Def Jam's going to have a crowded fourth quarter. Oh, they are. We're, I think we're getting. Well, we've talked about this a little bit. We're going to get either a Jay or a Kanye record in some way. We might even get more than one record from the two of them. Yeah,
0: we're getting um, some. We're definitely getting some.
1: Whether it's a Watch the Throne plus something else, or whether it's a Jay and Kanye each getting solo albums, like we're getting some. That's yeah, that's big marketing marketing dollars from from Def Jam. And that's one of the, and that's
0: probably going to start in what like August.
1: One of them, one of one of the. If there's two projects, one of them will drop that Watch the Throne slash Cruel Summertime, right August September, and the other one will be November. Yeah. So you could just wash away. That that's that's I mean, Def Jam, they can do multiple projects, whatever, but you know, later this year I feel we'll be very busy for them. Rihanna will have her annual album, you know. Th- th- there's gonna be some projects there. Um But uh, you know, if he uh if he had a you know, March, April, had a really dope mixtape. And if he has his and if he you know he says he's working with Mike Will, I mean if he's got a a single in the stash. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, he, maybe he can get a date from Def Jam. Yeah. Especially if if he's sort of recording both projects at the same time, with sort of the concept in mind of I'm not this trying to. Fo- That's this right. I'm 100%. not trying to force these sample clearances. I'm gonna work with you know. I'm not. I'm not saying you know go to Mike Will and be like yo, I need uh, I need bands to make your dance part five. Like no, right. But you know, Mike Will's... We talked about this on last week's episode. Like I think Mike Will now. You know, if if he if he has a Mike Will like single that is still kind of in crits lane, but it's it's pop enough like that. You know, that might that might do something for, my, for him at Def Jam.
0: Yeah, yeah. I li- did. You listen to Mike's two point five? I didn't. Oh, okay. You I, missing. I, I I I did not. I heard that the record he did for Brandy for the first time, and that record is stupid. You might not like it, but mm. it's stupid. I'm shocked it's it, it Brandy I don't know exactly that's why I was like eh Brandy nah I'm good but I've actually heard really good things about her album but it's Brandy again I, so. just,
1: I just remember that Timbaland album yeah anyway, anyway. Well, right, we're, so we're know, halfway through our top 10 we are halfway through so we're going to my number 5 yeah you're number 5 you're going to love this you man A$AP Rocky
0: surprise surprise um long
1: live asap even though i think i put down live love asap on my list but we don't know i got
0: those legit confused a couple (laughs) times
1: um i went ahead i did a 1.5 to this recently i'm not going to talk about the 1.5 i'm going to try not to because i'm trying to talk about stuff that i only had access to in 2012 okay um so strictly the album alone um i'm a fan i've been listening to it pretty much since it leaked Mm. Like, you know, as I went back and listened to other records, you know, I listened to, like a couple. You know, I listened to, like Wiz, listened to Freddie Gibbs, and I'm going back and listening to ASAP. Like I've been
0: listening to this a lot. Question: yeah. Does the uh, does the the version that leaked a month ago in the final version is there is there a difference? Uh, just the addition of the Florence Welch. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, sonically.
1: Um, did I compare them? So- I did compare them side by side. They're actually so. There looks like there's a little bit of a difference. I think part of that's just the rip is better. It's not a dramatic difference. It's not like, you know, to whatever. Like it it I would go back and let you know the link I sent you in Skype to uh to my 1.5, I would download that. You know, yeah. I would start with that. Um, look. And again, like I said, for me, my my list this year is very top heavy. Right? So far, all the tracks, including this one, have problems. Right? This the, you know, there's some missteps here. But Goldie's incredible. I love nice. one train. I love suddenly. I love the intro. I love PMW. Um I'm i have made my peace with effing problems. <laughs> 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 ah! Um the record with gunplay is just crazy. Oh man. Did you chop off Further. You know, I didn't, actually. Because, I'll say this. You know I'm a sucker for flow. And once you get past that corny <laughs> Chips Ahoy line... You're going to be under? Then no, no, I'm going to be big boy. Then no, no, I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> once you get past that, he actually can flow. I'm not mad. I did chop off Danny Brown off that one train. I was like... Yeah,
0: I saw that. That was hilarious. I
1: did, the, I did the the TV infomercial Ginsu knife-like kapow. Like, right down. I was like, no.
0: I got to hear how you ginsu that.
1: I had to. I had to... Um, I had to get a little sneaky with it. Um because you know, when you have a pot when you have a posse cut like this where it, they all clearly weren't in the same room at the same time. So you've got like one rapper like starting with another one's finishing. So it gets a little weird. Uh oh. Uh, uh yeah. But I, I, I made that work. Um Nah, there's some really really good records on here. The you know, the the Clan's Casino record with Santi Gold I like a lot. Um Yeah, I I I'm a big fan of it. It's grown on me a lot. I'll say that much. Okay. So part of this is, yeah, I'm listening to this 1.5 a lot. Um, But even just the album alone, it's really good. I know, I know, you and ASAP, you you don't, like his first mixtape had problems, but it had incredible stuff too. And I know you don't, you know, no, you're not really. I wouldn't call it incredible. Yes, yes, I would. Bass, Palace, Peso, Purple Swag, those records are incredible palace i don't even understand how you don't like palace Mm. stop it anyway Mm. (laughs) asap rocky long uh,
0: long live asap is this where things get dicey is this is this is this where things are gonna start getting a little hectic or is it a little higher in the countdown oh we're gonna start probably right about here okay my number five is miguel kaleidoscope dream I am a huge Miguel fan. Miguel's career, musically, has shocked me. Mm. I did not think the guy who did... What was his first song? All I Want Is is You. I thought he was done. I was like, eh, that's cool. I didn't know, but he kept coming back. He had Quickie, and then he had uh, another record. And then he started putting out mixtapes, and I'm like, "Uh, this probably means the label's not trying to put out anything. And then he drops the dawn, and he takes off. And then he puts out this album, which is really good. This album is stupid. I'm not even gonna name songs. Just this whole album is dope.
1: I've only um, I've only listened to this twice.
0: Oh man, I didn't. You know, I didn't like it until like the fifth or sixth listen, which always happens with albums that I end up liking long term. Ones that I like immediately off the bat, eh, they usually fall off after a few weeks. But albums I don't like at first and I go back and listen to them, they have longevity.
1: Yeah. I. So you'd think, I mean, considering that I'm one of the world's biggest Francis and the Lights fans and considering they're, they're you know, I'm a fan of, say, someone like Frank Ocean. And to me, Miguel is sort of right in the middle of that mm-hmm. styl- stylistically. Like you'd think... That I would be all over this album, but I don't know. Something about it just did not catch me. Mm. Um, but it it's on my list to go back and check. I'm not I'm not mad at you having this here. I, I've heard a lot of people say a lot of good things about this.
2: Yeah, sounds
1: dope. Um, I'm only mad about this because of what you don't also have in your top ten. But that's fine. What don't I have? We're gonna my... save that for when we get there on my list. Okay. All right. I'm already prepping.
0: <laughs> Yo, I hear the hostility in your voice, B. I hear it.
1: Um
2: What's your number 4, son? I,
1: do you want to, um my number 4 is Big Boy, vicious lies and dangerous rumors. Okay. Somehow this is the most underappreciated album. Of, well, I take that back. It's one of the most underappreciated albums of the year. Um this record is really dope. It is I, it is good. I um I haven't seen this on nearly enough top 10 lists. I really feel like they totally botched the Mama Told Me single. I I, I don't know, he, you know, he's not selling well. I don't know if he gets a second single. Yeah. Um
0: which is sad. Yeah. Because there's a lot of dope records on here. Do you think Big Boy goes indie? He can go indie.
1: He could. I you know, I don't know what you're right. I don't know why he has a major label at this point. He doesn't need it for name recognition, um, because if he if he were gonna be if he were gonna be signed to Def Jam, then the move for him would be to imitate what Nas did with Life Is Good, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit, um, right? Which is to give give the bloggers who are our age or older and who grew up on '90s outcasts, give them what they want.
2: Yeah.
1: Go back and give them AT Aliens and Aquamanai Part Two,
2: yeah.
1: right? He could totally do that. Def Jam would probably get behind that more instead of this weird album that's got indie rockers on it. It's got this, you know, they, you know, got this group Little Dragon helping them out all over the place. Didn't, where they clearly didn't like that enough that they forced Kelly Rowland to be on the single, which nobody really likes her on the single. Yeah. Um, I, he's definitely a rapper where I don't know why he's on Def Jam right now.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but I really, I like this album a lot.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Very, very, very dope.
0: Um, yeah, that was dope. It has one of my favorite, in- if not my favorite intro of the year. Really? Yeah. I thought the intro was
1: good, but I didn't think it was like, you know,
2: amazing or anything. So, intro's tough. like it a lot. I'm All a right. sucker for that Jodice sample, man.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Sucker for it.
0: Even though I feel like they sort of didn't use, do it justice. Yeah, but I think, I think even Big Boy, you know, for somebody who's not known for their lyricism, Big Boy can rap. See, I don't even know why you'd say that. When
1: I hear, when I, when I think of Big Boy, I think of someone who can
0: really rap. I think it's because Dre is far and away the star of the group that a lot of Big Boy's talent gets overshadowed. So I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with Big Boy. I just think that Dre has always been the better rapper. So now, in a sense... <clears throat> because our history with two man groups has always been one's better than the other except for like EPMD or DOS Effects or something like that where like they're both You, you don't know.
1: think you don't think you, wait wait. You don't think Eric is better than PMD?
0: I mean, it's not like glaring. I don't like I you know why I don't like Eric Sermon rapping because he he does more name dropping than game. I'm not talking late
1: Eric Sermon. I'm talking No,
0: like, I'm still too early. I mean, it's to me it's not glaring. It's not glaring. It's except, not. except Eric was making beats. True, and he's a better rapper. I'm not mad at you for saying he's a better rapper. I'm
1: gonna have so many people get mad at me for saying Eric's a better rapper than Parrish. I'm not <laughs> for mad the at the five, five people
0: who grew up in EPMD. Right? You're like who? What? The guy who made the Marvin Gaye record? Yo, I totally forgot about that record. Stop it. That oh. made me so. Oh man. Oh man. Then he made the Easy E record. Remember the Easy E record? No. You remember uh, Gangsta Beats for the Streets? You remember that? No, I don't. I, I so sweet. It was called So Sweet.
1: No, nah, I I like to I like to I like to remember EPMD as like if I the latest I want to remember EPMD is probably like the Joint. Oh, with a really early Rockwilder co-production on there. You hear it in the keys a little bit. You go back.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's all in the keys. Oh, I think I think Rockwilder was. Sp- Super ghost producer for Eric during that time. I mean, he got co-production credit on that. Okay. But um, I think he did a lot of those um, he did a lot of those Red Man records that Eric was getting credit I'm in. sure. But, yeah.
1: Wilder, man. That's a conversation for another day. Um, do we have a Wilder retro? I don't think we have enough there. But we might have a like oh man, I don't know. Can we do like Death, a whole Death Squad, Hit Squad? The whole like, yeah, EPMD into Rockwilder. Yeah. We, that. That, that's All right.
0: and that gives us a reason to do blackout.
1: True, we could talk about black. We talked about blackout,
0: didn't we? Uh, we Ratchet? talked about it. I don't. Th- I don't know if we like went into detail. it. I mean,
1: it. that was only one of like no joke seven different Wu Tang albums to drop in 1998. So yeah, that that I be think that was yeah that could be a problem. Um, how are we talk about Big, Bo- yeah. <laughs> big Boy? Yeah, Big Boy rapping. Big Boy rapping. Um, I hear what you're saying. All right. Okay.
0: You're number four. My number four. That was a really bad drum roll. Life is Good. nazir Jones. For a ex-Naz stan such as myself, as a recovering Naz stand such as myself, Naz really only has like four albums to me. Five. He's got Illmatic. It was written. Death of Escobar, which is pretty much, I guess... If you count Death of Escobar as a mixture of I Am and Lost Tapes, he has four albums. And he has this. He has life. Really? I, I don't really count. St- you know, I slandered Stillmatic like crazy I on our I do not think Stillma- Stillmatic was that great. Um, it's, it's, it's his best worst album. It's his best worst album. It's his best worst album. Followed by Godson. How about God's, God's Stepsons? Nostra- I don't count that.
1: <laughs> I just had to.
0: God's Stepsons. You, I'm sure you haven't heard Nip's American Gangster remix.
1: No, I couldn't bear to download it.
0: I look,
1: I oh man, God's stepson. I listened. I thought that was just so incredible.
0: I know you did,
1: and I went and listened to that maybe a year or so ago.
0: And it's not good at all. It's
1: not good at all. Oh, what it's was I good. thinking?
0: Didn't he do another? Oh, he did a black album. He, of course, he did black album. He did blackout. Yeah, that was when he was mailing copies to people's addresses. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Don't think I didn't hit him up and get, and get a copy.
0: I didn't get a copy. <laughs> I was mad because all y'all on Soul was getting copies. I didn't <laughs> get one. All y'all. All y'all, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, Soul, was a w- we, they were heavy on Little Brother early.
0: Yeah, they were. Oh, yep. man. I think that's where I found out about, I out about Little Brother. Did I find out about Little Brother through you? Or, May, or did
1: you never really like Little Brother? I love the listening, man. Okay. The listening, might...
0: if we—that's one of my definitive. If I, I was going I a,
1: back and doing a a a a top ten of 2000, it was at three. Hold
0: two. On. That was two. Yeah, that was two. Yeah. No, it was three. It was three. It was th- early three.
1: Now you got me thinking. What else came out in
0: 2003? It was three. So you have. Uh, Oh you're right, cause you were yeah, we were ninth stands for me. Total yeah. ninth stands. Oh, up until uh what, Murr's second album? Was um, that like the last that was the last oh, one? Oh man, or, that no, fr- that first Mer oh The first one, yeah. Three sixteen with the rain and uh what was your joint? Badman, Badman was your joint. The rain was my joint. I thought badman was your joint because the beat sped up. I like I like Badman, but
1: I like the rain a bit. So Oh man, I'm looking at this uh some of these albums from 2003. Black album, Speakerbox yep. Love Below, Get Richard Die Trying, Philadelphia it, Freeway.
0: Did Beg for Mercy come out and Beg for Mercy came out same time as Black Album, right? Uh yep. From Me to You.
1: Whew. Uh J Lib Champion Sound.
0: That's a joint. The record gonna, that made me a, I have a have mad rap, lib I have stand. to wrap over the red for you before I die. <laughs> Not too bad. Doc's been trying to get me to rap over the red since...
1: 2003.
0: God. And I didn't like that beat until like 07. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to rap to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How do we even... Get, oh, little brother. My Nas, little brother. life
1: is good. Nah, so nah, the one, my 1.5 of life is good, I think, fixed a lot of problems with life is good.
0: <laughs> what were your problems with life is good? Do I really have to go there? At this point, yes, because I think... When people, when people say, oh, Doc, nitpicks and all that stuff, I'm, I'm able to defend you. But I can not defend, defend you when you nitpick this album. You nitpicked really? the, the crap out of this album, dude. All right, hold
1: on. I need to pull it. I got to compare. Man, I got a lot of nice stuff on my iTunes. Oh, my goodness. To be expected.
0: Because yeah, right. that was your reason for nitpicking. You said that because he's all listen. So, listen.
1: no introduction. It's All, it's all right. I'm gonna go track this yep. track real quick. It's okay. It's cool. But you know, locomotive, dope. Yep. Queen story, dope. Yep. Accident murder is dope. Yep. Daughters, it's cool. Ugh, bugging. And now to a bad place. With Reach Out, World's in Addiction,
0: Summer on Smash. I'm like the only person in the world who likes Summer on Smash. <laughs> is that Showtime. That's this Braveheart Party, right? That's, that's... No, it's
1: not that bad. Um, you know, it's funny. I will say, the 1.5 probably should be higher on my list, but I didn't make the 1.5 till late. That's my own fault. I didn't make the 1.5 till just over two weeks ago. If I would have been listening to the 1.5 more often, I probably would have this higher because there's a lot of go-
0: there are a lot of good records on here. But
1: the sequencing on this album is seriously problematic.
0: It is, but it's not as bad bad is she just goes from accident murderers to daughters <laughs> um
1: you know my my one problem with the don which i don't think you'll ever understand um
0: yeah you said the bass right of the drums or the drum like
1: it's the drum pattern it drives me crazy it's wrong um back when is okay the flow to this album doesn't flow well at all um you wouldn't understand stay cherry wine stay Bye, is baby. cool I like cherry wine, buy Baby's cool, but to me, some of the best records are at the end. The bonus records. Nasty, Black Bond, Roses, Where's the Love? I like all those records better than two thirds of the album.
0: I give you that. You replace you replace those records with the middle. You take out so, reach so, out. Well, so so share.
1: let me let me tell you my one point five. Okay. Nasty. I I resequence. Start with Nasty. Okay. Back when. Okay. The Dawn. Okay. Daughters. Okay. Queen's story into accident murders because they're linked. Yep. where's the love okay locomotive okay cherry wine okay black bond okay roses okay triple beam dreams stay and then All end right. with Bye baby that's a nice
0: record i need that from you it's on spotify <laughs> right now okay All right. i'll, I'll it's make on you the it's on, on the site i'm gonna listen to that while i clean the house that that's a good one point five and put together ketchup too put together ketchup too not listening to myself while putting together my own mixtape. surprise surprise Um, Um, so yeah I'll agree with you there the sequencing on this album isn't the best but these records are really good man here's what's weird about
1: it I know that like in my mind I don't know if they're really good but I never found myself wanting to go back and listen to
0: this nah this is a good road trip album Mm. and actually the middle that you don't like is what picked up on the road trip because that's what really made me like this album I drove to uh, Detroit And reach out, not worlds in addiction. I liked worlds in addiction the first time I heard it. I never went to hear it again. I can't believe like reach out because I'm I blend tapes, blend tapes. That's 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 where I come from. So that's, that's straight out of blend tape. And I'm not mad at summer on smash. I like it when rappers make records that you know. Hey, look, we you know we don't just think about deep, depressing stuff all the time. But you don't go from worlds of addiction to someone on Smash, though. <laughs> hey, the doctor just killed himself because his family is in shambles. Let's go party afterwards. Let's go get some drinks. That was a little too much.
1: I, I, will, I will acknowledge up front, I do not have a rational reason for not having Life is Good, at least at 1.5 in my top 10. I'll say, except to simply say, I didn't really listen to it throughout the year. Like This list reflects what I listened to.
2: Yeah. That's all I can like say. I'll that.
0: Um you're number three. Here we go. Here we go, top three. My number three is my one point five of
1: Cruel Summer. Mm. <laughs> let let, let, me, let me let me say a couple things. Even the so we did when we talked about the original album, we talked about it on the show. I liked it more than you did. hmm It had problems. Right, mm-hmm. it did not. Like to me, the point of this—if you're doing this, you know, Cruel Summer group album—the point of it should be: you want to make sure that Pusha and Big Sean get the, get their nice little last boost in before they go into stardom, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got a couple of the people sort of who are on the bench. You want to, you know, give them some playing time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Not give a, a solo record to Kid Cudi, yeah, right? Like that's just not necessary. So, my 1.5, it
0: goes... You, you think he complained his way into that solo record?
1: <laughs> I know how much you love Kid Cudi. Um, you see that complex cover where they're totally uh, biting the, the uh, DMX album cover?
0: No, I didn't. I, I heard about it, but I didn't see it. The only complex cover I saw was uh, Rihanna's 15 that they do.
1: I, I shouldn't say bite. It's inspired by it. <clears throat> it's fine. It's not that offensive to me.
0: Um, you're about, of course you're talking about his second album, right? Yeah, of course.
1: Okay. I can um, look it up right now. So my one point five of Cruel Summer is To the World, which I love because R. Kelly is hysterical on that.
0: I I yeah.
1: Click, which grew on me a lot. That was a hit too. Um Click what? Exodus twenty three. Okay. I know you don't like that, but I think that record's crazy. It's all right. Um I threw the I threw higher on from the big Sean mixtape. But yeah. I cut it. I have a seamless cut right where and higher on the mixtape. It goes into the beat from Mercy, and on the 1.5, right at that point, Mercy starts.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember
1: that part. Right. Um, so higher than it kind of made me mad
2: because I, I like the full
1: version of it. <laughs> Mercy, which I like a lot. Yeah. New God
0: flow, incredible. Yeah. The morning, which I like a lot. I like Two Chains version of the morning. You heard his solo version. I have. Um, I like I like
1: the morning. Um, Cold, which to me is probably the most underrated song of the year. That's like your favorite song of 2012. I don't even understand what is wrong with these people.
0: This record is crazy. This record is that comes your favorite? Out, is that your favorite song of the year?
1: No, no, it's not my favorite song. But because the the two albums that are one and two have s- definitely better songs. But this is. Because to me, my one and two are on a whole different level than everything I've talked about up to this point. Mm-hmm. And really, for me, the Cruel Summer one point five, the ASAP, and the Big Boy, those are all sort of those are pretty close to me. That's a tier for me. Um, so Cold, which I think is incredible, Higher, which grew me a lot. Um, then I threw in Option, which is B- uh Big Sean and Hip Boy from Hit Boy's mixtape, which is dope.
0: Yeah,
1: I kept Bliss. I throw an Entourage, which is actually a dope record from um High's mixtape. Yeah. And then I end up with don't like. Mm. There's a lot of hits on that. I like like I like it. Like, there's not a single track. Like, I put I put Bliss on there. I don't really know why. I probably skip over Bliss most of the time. But aside from that, I'm not skipping it's, over it's anything. On here.
0: Taylor and John lennon yeah.
1: right? I like that beat. I like that beat too, which is why it's on here. Aside from that, I'm not skipping over a single track on here.
0: I don't need John Legend singing Negro spiritual over '80s records. It's just me. <laughs> Speaking of Negro spiritual, <laughs> John Legend, what happened to him, man? Woo! He got money. He got money. He got him a white girl. He was gone. Pew.
1: What happened? What's wrong with a white girl? Nothing.
0: Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. I tried At to bait you. Now, I know you are. <laughs> We were gonna do what were we gonna do? We were gonna do that song, um we were gonna do a freestyle about something. Uh but what do you call it? Bunnies and Sperries or something like that? Is that what we were gonna call it? <laughs> Bunnies and Sperries. Yeah, I don't know Was that I supposed was... to be over uh so Hard? Yep. <laughs> yep. But then I had the beat and I was like, This isn't gonna work.
1: Bunnies and Sperries. That's funny. Um that was on the cutting room floor. But no, 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 no. Um So yeah, I, I I I found like when I went back and re- Cruel Summer especially 1.5. When I went back and listened to all this stuff, that's the record that really jumped up for me. I forgot how many songs were on here that I would listen to randomly throughout the year. And yeah, I'm cheating because I'm putting tracks like Exodus on here. Sure. Um, But, hey, we're talking 1.5s. Let me just say this. I I do like Cruel Summer enough that if we're not including 1.5s, this is probably in like the 6, 7, 8 range. Okay. So, and that's a whole other level below. Yeah. Um. But still, like, even without excess and stuff like that, like, To the World, I love. Clip, I like a lot. Mercy, I like a lot. New God Flow, incredible. Cold, incredible. The Morning, I like a lot. Like, there's a lot of really good records on here. Mm. But the album has problems without the 1.5. It's like the, the, the first half is so much better
0: than the second half. Oh, I, was, I think it's because of how they built up the album. I think that that really played into everybody being like, meh. Oh, yeah, I think that hype hurt them here.
1: And they let, they, I mean, the, they didn't release it at the right time and all that other stuff. But yeah. just, that's one of the advantages to going back and listening to everything because you forget about that.
2: Yeah. Right? You much
1: like, much like with the big crit forever in a day, like I forgot, oh, you know, I was anticipating this and I was like, you know, this is really, this is pretty good. Yep. And this is the, this, like, this is the one on my list that really, for me, solidifies the whole, it's not necessarily what you thought about it when it comes out, it's more about what you listen to even if it's just random tracks, the whole year.
2: Yeah, yeah. Th- th-
1: that whole thing really came home with me on this album.
2: I feel it.
0: So what is your number three? My number three is actually, I wouldn't be surprised if nobody actually knew who this was, uh, Submotion Orchestra, Fragments. This was a group that I just got put onto because of Fab's mixtape. So one of, my favorite record on Fab's mixtape is the Joan Wale Beauty. I think that sample is crazy. So one day I get bored and I'm like, where is that sample from? I thought it was a Chrisette Michelle record. Come to find out it's Submotion Orchestra. They have an album called Finest Hour. I get the album. The album is retarded. I end up writing a record to it that night. It's going to be on Up 2. And then I'm like, oh, they put out another album. So they put out another album this year, which was Fragments. And I'm getting that. And that's just as dope as the other album. It's like a dubstep R&B, like it's a weird mixture of styles. The chick's voice is really retarded, but the beats are insane. Um, I don't know. It's just, if, nobody, if anybody's heard of Submotion Orchestra, like please let me know that I'm not their only fan in the world. I found them on a whim. But for a minute, I'd say for like a week, I had this as my number one. I had this ahead mm. of Kendrick. And Whoa, whatever. don't say anything else. I mean, they they you gotta know by now. If you listen to clock radio speakers, you gotta know by now Kendrick is somewhere on the list. We're not gonna play that dumb. Uh, I- <laughs> but it was my number one for a minute, and then I went back and I was like, no, nah, never mind.
1: <laughs> but did you listen to this? I tried, I could not find this album on Spotify.
0: I I sent it to you. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, none of that stuff is on Spotify. I, oh, I, yeah, I, I went and I, I sent it to you. I, I dropboxed it. Man, that's my oh. bad. It's all good. It's all golden. So we're I, here. We're here. So you,
1: you ready? Cause I'm. I got. I got. I got some questions for you. Yeah. My number two. So now for me, like we are, like all right, cool summer, big boy, ASAP. Like those were those were really good albums. Especially my one point five acoustic, right? But th- those were good albums, like so- like really solid projects, lots of good songs. Yep. My top two records are two of my favorite records I've heard in a long time. Okay. These are so far and away the best albums of two thousand and twelve. I honestly don't even know how I'm supposed to have this conversation with you right now because your top two is not my top two.
2: Kind of is. Well, no, it's not.
1: It's not. So my number two is Frank Ocean, Channel Orange. This is the best r and album in a long time. And it's just not even close. This album is
0: incredible. It's a good album. I'm, it's a what? It's a good album. I'm not going to slander the album. The album's not whack. Sweet Life is one of my favorite songs. Like, period. Pyramids? I didn't catch you on the pyramids. Like that. <laughs> pyramids is and, and the best. And that, and that, it's just, the best song just of the year. That's just me. That's it's that's the
1: best me. song of the year.
0: No, nah, it's
1: not even the best song of that album. Ah. Nah. Um. Forget all the hype. Forget all the he. You know he wrote the yeah, thing. We, we're not
0: even forget not all even that going there. because we're this not,
1: album is fantastic. It's. A I have experience. listened to the because simply because this album came out before my number one. I have listened to this more than anything else this year. This album is unbelievable. There's not... I don't know if there's a single thing I would change about this album. Do you even like the skits? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Um, Crack Rock is incredible. Sweet Life is incredible. Pilot Jones is incredible. Everything, I mean... (laughs) Pyramids, though, they messed up that video... Even though I thought they were, you know, I was like, yeah, doing in the strip club. But they didn't play it straight. He had to get all creative with it. Stop it. Just like Kendrick did with that backseat freestyle. Like, stop it. Sometimes like, the video uh, is so obvious. You just got to do it.
0: I don't get why people are just so adamant about not being obvious sometimes. It's okay to be obvious.
1: Especially considering, with, with Frank Ocean, especially considering, like, the very tender performance he has at the VMAs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What? Ah, you said Tinder. It's Tinder. It, it it was Tinder. It was Tinder. A, a bonfire and a, you know guy was playing. Was 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 the guy playing the guitar for him? Yeah. Oh, so it was like super. That was like super. That was super token black guy. Like <laughs> like he's around a bunch of white people at a campfire and they're like in high school or something. And the, the big games tomorrow. And the like, hey, game. there's Frank. He can sing. Sing p- a song, Frank. And you know, wow. of course what Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no look this this is my experience i Uh, grew up the token black guy okay okay i grew up the token black guy so yeah so i'm not gonna finish i'm not gonna finish this story because you made it awkward (laughs) it's cool so um so after the vma performance
1: and given you know what he did on jimmy fallon and snl all that stuff the perfect move is to totally go left field on people and just do a straight up video to the second half of pyramids. Yeah. Right. Because that's the whole thing about Frank ocean is like, you can't like really, to me, you can't pigeonhole him. Mm -hmm. And I think that I I would appreciate like, sometimes you can get a little too creative for your own good. Like you start, you're starting to, you're starting to think that you're, you you know, you you smell a little too fresh. Yes. Right. And it's like, all right, just, just relax a little bit. (laughs) Yes. Um, but that has nothing to do with the album, which is incredible. And again, Pyramids, it took me a minute, but it's it's I just can't even like the first half of Pyramids is great, but that second half of Pyramids, oh my goodness.
0: Man. Uh, it's incredible. Yeah, the it, second half is a lot better than the first.
1: Oh, uh, the first half is so dope. Um If it weren't for how astonishing my number one album is.
0: Um, yeah this was this was far and away your number one for a while right it was
1: because it's so much better than numbers three through whatever like I was having it was a tough year for me maybe I'm getting too critical because of the show but it if anything like this and my number one are practically flawless that's saying a lot there aren't that many records that are practically flawless I wouldn't say that about any record from last year I would Take Care is not Flawless no, it's not.
2: Yes, it is.
0: No. Anyway, that's not flawless. I'm you tr- took off. You took off the Birdman rant from on your one point five. Yeah, I did. You're crazy. So you you wonder why? You wonder why? I feel the way I feel about Frank Ocean's album. I wonder why you took that rant off of your one point five. Tit for tat.
1: Yeah, because you know. Not having the a landmark r and b album even in your honorable mentions is the same as leaving off a birdman rant
0: it is it's actually it's actually worse actually <laughs> um,
1: so your number two is my number one yeah, so are we going to talk about this now
0: let's do it. Oh, you want to talk about it now?
1: I mean, what okay. else do you want? Do you want to talk about your number one first?
0: Nah, we'll talk about number two. Because I don't even think you heard my number two. I, and you didn't even give me a chance. Well, I never went, mind. I went,
1: I went and listened to your number one. Okay.
0: All right. Um, your, you didn't even give me a chance to... I thought you were going to ask me all these questions about about Frank Ocean. Are you good? I don't... Well, I, you You dismissed pyramids. Like, I just can't... I didn't dismiss it. I said I I like Sweet Life better.
1: <laughs> Look, Sweet Life's incredible, but Pyramids, man, I just can't. Like I like
0: the second half of Pyramids. I think it's dope. It just didn't catch on. It didn't catch on to me. It felt like a weekend record to me. <sighs> and by that time, I was like kind of weaning off the weekend, so it, it just it just came out at the wrong time. Pause. What? Well, let me ask you this. What what didn't you like about Chanel Orange? Um. Like I said, it's a good album. I don't have any problems with the album. It's just depressing. I don't get that at all. It's just depressing. You know what it did? Is it? It's again, it's an emotional thing. I think music is emotional. I think that you know, when we when we're in a good mood, we listen to music. When we're in a bad mood, we listen to music. When we're angry, we're happy. Every single emotion that we have, we have some sort of song or album or something to feed that emotion, to either feed it or curb it. Mm-hmm. So up until if you go back and you listen to that Frank Ocean episode of Clock Radio Speakers, I was loving the album right along with you. I thought the album was dope. But you were the Frank Ocean champion. I was like, eh, because yeah. I, really, I didn't really like Nostalgia Ultra like that. I loved Nostalgia Ultra, loved it. And one day I was driving in my car and I was playing Channel Orange and I got the super rich kids, and I got really sad out of nowhere. And I let the album play, and I got really like down for whatever reason. Oh man, super rich kids with the with the Benny and the Jets piano the stabs. Benny and the Jets. Oh no, you got to cut Earl off of that record. though. Nah, Spanny, Manny, Fanny, Landy. Earl's no, that, fine on that. Nah, yo, I want to say this right now to any of you Clock Radio speakers listeners: If you like that verse and you have Cameron jokes, something's wrong with you. <laughs>
2: Cause yeah.
0: But I don't know man, it was just that experience just kinda turned me off to the rest of the album. It's it's a personal man. thing. So when people say this album is crazy, everything that you say, I'm not disputing it at all. Because I get it. The album is dope. I went back and I listened to it today actually. And I was like, Yeah, this album is really good, but just had a bad experience with it, man. It happens. Unfortunately, it happens. So uh, Okay.
2: It is what it is.
1: It is what it is. Um
2: rappers statement.
0: so your number two is your number one is my number one and everybody else's number one and that would be Kendrick Lamar Good Kid Mad City yeah flawless album still flawless no your 1.5 is flawless I'd take I'd take off two records from your 1.5
1: yeah at the very end of the 1.5 yep yeah my and my 1.5 was really
0: meant to just collect all the bonus tracks
1: and try to sequence them appropriately
0: and the 1.5 ended up adding to the album
1: I, I don't even need the 1.5. I'm cool.
0: I nah, nah I, I got yours. Tra- but tracks this-
1: one through you know one through twelve. I'm there.
0: Yeah. Real um, real is incredible. Sing about me. I'm dying. Of Thirst is phenomenal. Uh, album is incredible. I there's nothing bad to say about this album. Nothing. It
1: is. Nothing. It's the best hip hop debut since. I'm gonna leave that hanging out there. So let's let's work backwards.
0: Oh wow! Okay, what college dropout? It's better that's, than college dropout. Yeah, because college dropout has mistakes on it.
1: College dropout has mistakes. Um, Keep going backwards. We're, get, gotta, we're getting we're getting into scary territory now.
0: Yeah, now we're back in. Um, it's dark and hell is hot, and it's I better think. Than that. And and I was about oh, to say, no, it's no, dark I, and hell is." It's dark ahead. and hell is hot is a classic. Has classic songs on it, but it's mostly for nostalgia reasons. Yeah, that's why, why that, we that album. That can't, album. can't compete with this. But that has a, a lot of holes in it. Sure. Um, oh my god. Yeah, we're getting scary. We're we're venturing into reasonable doubt territory.
1: It is a more consistent record than reasonable doubt. <sighs> it may not be better, but it's more consistent. Reasonable Def- doubt has skippable tracks.
0: Which what? Cashmere thoughts?
1: All right, hold up. Now I got to pull up. Uh...
0: That's the only record I skip on an album.
1: Really? Yeah. Um. Wow. This is. Um. This is. I mean. This is how incredible this album is. Right. We're 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 reaching back. So let's see. Yeah. Although, to be honest. I know everybody hates it. I don't really like the beat on regrets. Everybody hates when I say
0: it. <gasps> oh, this concludes <laughs> the rest of our lives with clock radio speakers. Are you serious?
1: I'm serious. That beat doesn't do it for me.
0: Regrets is incredible. That beat that beat takes me so I I so want Jay to liberate that that, that concert that he did. Reasonable doubt, we had the live orchestra. They play like a snippet of it on that VH1 documentary and it is phenomenal. I need that. Um, wow, we're in 96 tiers. Wow. Yeah. Because people said that that was this generation's Illmatic, right? I've heard... that City. I've definitely heard that comparison. And um, I think we agreed with it, right? Um, it's the first... Cla- it's the first classic of this generation who else is in his generation then i mean and yeah you kind of have to define generations like i'd say this is the post kanye generation all the rappers in this era are influenced by Ye. Ye's a vet drake has drake has classics drake does it drake has two classics he just doesn't have
1: i mean we're, when we talk about like flawless records we're talking like there's very few flawless records
0: oh What's another flawless hip hop album? Is there one? Yo, not, not flawless. Nomadic's not flawless. And Reasonable Doubt isn't flawless.
1: Good Kid Mad City isn't flawless.
0: What's wrong with it? I
1: don't know if I'd say what's wrong with it. Yeah, there's, no, it? there's nothing, I'll say it. You're right. So, there's a difference between perfect and flawless.
0: <laughs> Define
1: um, that. Flawless literally means without flaws, right? So it means that there isn't a, like there's, okay, that's a flaw, but just because something's not a flaw doesn't mean that it's also incredible at the same time. Sure. Right? And if I, you, if I really had to nitpick Good Kid Mad City, I would say that I don't always listen to real. Oh, oh, I love real, but if I'm ever skipping around. Oh, and the other problem is I don't always listen to the intro.
0: I, I actually I, I usually skip, master splinter. I skip. I that. think
1: master splinter is dope.
0: It is. It's super dope. I just don't listen to it all the time. I go straight into "Don't Kill My Vibe," or I go straight into backseat freestyle. A lot
1: of people I think jump right to backseat freestyle, even though "Don't Kill My Vibe" is amazing. Yeah. Um.
0: Oof. Oh my god, that Lady Gaga version. Ooh. Yeah,
1: let's let's just be glad that didn't happen. Oof. Oh
0: my god, she saw that She saw that height. She saw she saw that that train fading. She was like, no, she did the she did the 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 jump like dude from 2012 when he was trying to get on the ship. <laughs> 2012. <laughs> jump.
1: What a that terrible
0: ter- movie. What a terrible movie. Oh what God. a hilarious. That was one of the that's that's one of the best unintentional comedies I've seen in a long time. That movie is hilarious for all the wrong reasons.
1: Alright, so we just started comparing Good Kid Mad City to like Reasonable Doubt.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: With that in mind, okay, you have a record that you think is better.
0: Yes, I do. I do. W- what is your number one this year? Robert Glasper Experiment: Black Radio." That album is incredible. Incredible. And you can swap either or. It, 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 there, I don't say my, that putting that over Kendrick is not saying that it's, it's the better album. it's my favorite. But it's it's either or, it's either or. I really thought about doing one A and one B. I thought about doing that. Well, I'm glad but, you didn't.
1: I mean, because yeah. that, that, you know, that you got to, you know, you put in order to things. But um, yeah. So that what was, is it about? What is it about
0: this that's so incredible? It's just so progressive. It's so progressive. It's R and B, but it's not. It's not your typical R and B. It's got a lot of jazz in it. You've got all these people on this album. You've got everybody from. You know Michelle and Cello to Most Deaf to Erica Badu to uh, Layla Hathaway who does an incredible cover today. Um, Balau's on there. Um, Stokely Carmichael from In Condition is on there. It is incredible. Consequences of Jealousy. Oh my God. Oh my God. Listen, that album is that album is incredible, incredible. I'm done. It, it's uh, it sounds like a Lost
1: Soulquarians album. I'll get. You, I'll give you that. I, I don't really know if I want that. Um, this is not really my vibe at all. There, there's a couple records on here that are dope, but I'm not. This is no. I, I. Not this is not my thing. And look, I was a huge Soulquarian stand back in the day. But I'm good. I'm I'm good with this. Oh man! (laughs) (sighs) I've been listening to ASAP and Kendrick. How am I supposed to go from that right to to Black Radio? Robert Glasper experiment. I feel that.
2: I Um, feel.
1: I totally get that. It it doesn't like you described it as progressive, but it feels very like two thousand two
0: to me. Mm, The second half of the album is really nah. Second half of the album is really progressive.
1: Like that, <laughs> that, that Teen Spirit cover. I don't, I don't.
0: I don't like the Teen Spirit cover. I'm good off the Teen Spirit cover. Okay. I'm good off that. Okay. Yeah, don't. No. Don't want me to that. No. That song doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> what Teen Spirit cover? <laughs> there,
1: there's like a seven-minute Teen Spirit cover. On here. Wait, yeah. I hear. Let me tell you. I actually think that's an interesting idea. The mm-hmm. execution of it, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. I've heard, I've heard a, um, did you hear Jay Davies' cover of, uh, Teen Spirit? No. It's all right. It's straight. I, I mean, I think that Nevermind is stupid. Like, that album is retarded. So, you know, certain records you don't touch. You don't really touch. There's plenty of Nirvana records that you could, like, freak and make really, really dope that nobody's done yet. You know, you don't go for the obvious smells like Teen Spirit. I think that's.
1: I think if you what? take I think you could take Teen Spirit, you could slow it down. You could strip that's it down. What,
0: that's what J Davy did.
1: It like strip it down, like maybe even just nothing but piano. Um really raw, I think you could do it. Mm. But um Okay. So whew. you alright? We we recovered, we you know so that that that's our top tens of the year. Oof. Um I hope everybody appreciate it. more importantly, I want to know what y'all think, so
0: yeah, we want your top tens, so
1: please hit us up um use the hashtag clock radio speakers on Twitter. let us know you know maybe I'm crazy for for not having life as good in, in my top ten you are maybe maybe our mind's justifiably insane for not having you know Frank Ocean in his top 3. These are these are legit questions that we that we need y'all to answer. So I um,
0: like the little subtle slander you just threw my way. That wasn't subtle. That was uh <laughs> <laughs> that was like a club on the head. That was like clunk. Um I, I,
1: that, that yeah. That was the anvil dropping on on uh, roadrunner right there. That was the Acme anvil. Yeah. Um but uh you know as always we you know we want to hear what y'all think. So whether you hit us up individually on Twitter or use the hashtag we always appreciate that. But um you know but I love I'm really curious, especially the ones where um, where we sort of had sort of surprises, you know, um, I'm sure people are going to say I'm crazy for Cruel Summer. Um, I can't wait. But, to
0: before th- they, but before they say that, go back and listen to the album before you just because that's what people do. People will listen. That's the culture that we talked about earlier. People will just go and listen to an album twice, three times, and they'll say, you know what, this is whack and they'll, they'll throw it in a recycle bin and they'll never listen to it again. Go back because actually when Doc called me, I was listening to Cruel Summer and if you remember our episode, I didn't like that album at all. And I was like, hmm, some of these records are kind of dope. I forgot about these <laughs> records. Time and time and hype is such a factor when listening when it comes to music and a lot of things. Um, so go back and listen to these albums before you just call us crazy. Uh, I'll call you right. <laughs> I really want to hear what people say about uh, about Big Crit
1: this year, um, yeah. and just in general, like you know, let us know if there's a, if there's something that you thought was really dope that we just didn't even talk about.
0: I, I'm I'm I am anticipating Slaughterhouse Slender. No, nobody thinks that's <laughs> in the top ten. <laughs> nobody. Uh, Elliot Wilson does. Nah, his pocketbook. does. His pockets think that. Right? Not not even pockets. Pocketbook. I don't even think it, it, the, the the what made me what made me realize that Slaughterhouse the album was whack was that like. After the first week, all four members completely just dropped it. Like nobody has said anything about Slaughterhouse since that album dropped. Nobody. They let that album die. It's just not good. It wasn't good. I think they knew that.
1: Oh yeah, they they were distancing themselves from that pretty quickly. Oh yeah. All right. So, well, um, I think that's it, man. You got anything else you want to say?
0: Nah. Um, catch up soon coming soon.
1: Catch up two coming soon. Um, if you haven't heard the in- the uh, intro, go to com. I'm oh, sorry, do you- we don't have that on the site. Go to ArmandWakeUp.com. Um, and as always, go to ClockRadiospeakers.com. Follow, follow the show on Twitter at CRS Podcast. Um, rate, rate and review us on iTunes. And yep. um, we'll see y'all next week.